Record. 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 So, um, start this what are your bitch! <sighs> Jumpstart my moped. <laughs> Good old show. I don't know, like touch your fly, was it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free to lock up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Yo, what's up? Oh, that was a good sound. Dude, that yeah. was. Oh, that's pretty good. Whoa. Thomas says all the sound effects. Oh, man. I can't do that one. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Welcome to Moped Monday Podcast, home of the drunken idiots in my kitchen. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's excitement. It's nah, Mon- It's Monday <laughs> for some. Moped Monday started early, and the Lady Kings and Brad Fantuzzi, a.k.a. Captain Dick Dangler, are drunk in the kitchen. We'll try to keep the door locked. I think he knows it's going to snow tomorrow. You might not have to go to work. Snow? Is It's supposed to snow? What? 4 a.m. It's supposed to start raining a little bit, and then it's going to turn to sleet, and then it's going to snow until 2. This is oh, rich, please. This I don't is rich, to work. It's going to be fucking 80 by Tuesday. But it's going to be like, yeah, the, <laughs> the weather's going to warm up to 34 degrees for a hot minute. The ground's too hot, and it's maybe going to get a quarter-inch accumulation. Mm. I'm still not going to work. Fuck that shit. All right. So I know who not to give a job to, because he likes to call out. No. Mm, that nope. guy. Nope. Not true. <laughs> I don't call out. Fuck off. Dude, they're so. like, you want to work when it snows? I'm like, you know, I make less money when it snows, right? Because towing takes twice as long to get somewhere. The jobs are still the same bullshit pay. Yeah, no hazard fee. No hazard fee. No. So then you got to deal with idiots in traffic, and it takes way longer to do the job, and you get less done. Then if your tow truck gets stuck, that never happens. That's super fucked. No, we're fancy. <laughs> we got tricks. All the winches, all the all the all the things. No, it's the uh, you know like. Like a flatbed, it's got the wheel lift on the back. Mm-hmm. You take that damn thing and you stretch it out, and it'll push the truck forward. And you just push yourself out. Oh yeah, yeah. I pushed myself through like for like a block one time. <laughs> it sucked. It was awful. I'd have to get out the truck and just sit there and work it for all, like a whole block. But it was like, man, it was a while ago. But it was deep, dude. It was like almost knee deep where I was in the man. drift, and so- I drove into it hot. I was like, <laughs> I got it. Just fucking just barreling on in, and I was like. I ain't got it, man. <laughs> so if you can, if you if you can get the picture, uh, Thomas is back driving on tow trucks, towing and hoeing, baby, mm. towing and hoeing. I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> Trying to get that dollar. Hey, man, we're all getting after it. Pouring myself out for tips. I'm like, how are you, ma'am? Hope your day's doing well, man. Sorry about your luck. Let me jumpstart. Let me unlock your BMW for you. Mm, now let me get that forty cash. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, mopeds, since I guess this is a moped podcast. <laughs> Maybe, moped sometimes. Pod- we, ha- we we have the boy here again, just not, so you know. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Not moped podcast for me, though. I didn't touch a moped. And, uh, did I do anything? I, I don't think know. I did. I don't think I even looked at it. It's been a week. hard week of grinding. This week, on Wednesday, we were supposed to get together and film us. And then again on Thursday, the right? Yeah, but it's been a hectic week. Call Jason... Or actually, you call me, you're like, yeah, we're supposed to get together, and I'm like, oh, cool, I can probably get off work, and then... It was already 8 o'clock. <laughs> then I called you back, and it's like 9 o'clock, and it's like, I'm still working. It's yeah. like, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, still there. I think I pulled a 12-hour shift that day. 
Maybe longer. Maybe 13. That's I what I know. did today. Yeah. At right. 12 or 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Getting after it, man. Trying to get that holiday cash. You know, nephew wants some toys. Mm-hmm. I got to buy, buy myself them. I got to buy them damn video games. Papa needs new, two new head gaskets. Mm-hmm. Paid for. Dude, I thought mm-hmm. about, like, flexing and, like, buying my nephew, like, new Xbox or, like, the new, like, PlayStation Ooh. or something. That's but, set to trend. But then you I was just like, then I was like, then I was like, mm, he's only seven. I'll never gonna, remember. I'm gonna, gonna, gonna wait till he's at least ten. Wait till his wedding. Give him five hundred bucks. <laughs> wait till that fool's at least ten to buy him some fucking some real shit. That's what I do. I don't do that shit. I usually just give him money for their birthdays. That's I bought him a damn skateboard once, and he fucking gave it back to me. What? <laughs> he didn't give it back, but he but he, like when I went outside, he he like approached me and like all shy and, and bashful and was like, Uncle Jason, um, I I didn't want a skateboard. <laughs> and I was like. Oh, burn! Like, Kids don't appreciate shit like, these days. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make you tight, son. Listen, listen here. I'm trying to make you sweet. <laughs> sweet, bro. But, no, don't do that. It's just cash on birthdays. No Christmas presents. It's bad. Uh, he's too young to appreciate cash. Yeah, right now. That's why yeah, you don't right give now. him shit right now. I'm just gonna buy. And it's funny too because he's still. He's like. He loves video games. He loves all doing all that stuff and like plays a little Switch all the time. He's always got a tablet or something in his hand. But like, he's still young enough that like, he'll just get super stoked to play with his fucking little Sonic the Hedgehog stuff. So he's stuff toy. He's six, seven, seven. So perfect. Still like, get him a subscription to Pornhub <laughs> and then he'll be stoked to play with his little Hedgehog. Little Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's about that age. That was a good one. Nice. <laughs> Dude, um, but as far as mopeds go, I got my parts from France. Parlez-vous Francais? They're in the kitchen. Are they, they nice? And they beat my treats. Do they have hairy pits? Um, no. They came in a big-ass box, They beat your dude. treats? They beat my treats. But Damn. my treats was free shipping and ground and the holiday week, so they took off for the week. Yeah. So, I got the delayed shipping plus like ground, so and plus like holiday season mail right now is fucking gnarly. Did you hit the sale when you ordered your treats? Um, I don't know if you know this. I'm an adult. We get year round sales. Oh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Tisk tisk. No, but like yeah, like I was like, what's this big ass box? Like I was like, it was really big, and all I ordered was a gasket. And bearings and seals, and I was like, "Yo, this thing is humongous." Do they then, instead of using peanuts, they pack it in French bread? No, I, I hope just baguettes. That was baguettes. Bad. That was bad. I hope cringeworthy bad. It was so bad, I missed it at first. I know, dude. It was <laughs> gla- glossed uh, right yeah, over. I went right it. by it. I was like, <laughs> "Bring it back!" Yeah, pump the brakes. <laughs> But yeah, it was a big ass box, and I open it, and I'm like, "Oh, the the fox gasket is humongous." Because it's, it's the whole case. It's yeah. the whole subframe case motor jam. Like that's all of it. It's all like one giant piece. So there's a fluid running through the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. I haven't opened it up yet, but I'm assuming so. So I would still think that. I mean, CBT. I, a, I don't know. Because a crankcase is like. It's just like a crankcase on one side, but the other side's a crankcase and the transmission and all the other shit. Way out of my league. Yeah, but I thought it was just dual variated. So there wouldn't be anything inside of there and like, you know, like a Vespa has a transmission in the rear wheel. Kind of like that shit. I think there's gears inside. There's got to be something inside. There's intel inside. 
We're going to find out. Pentium, tell you that much. Pentium processors. <laughs> Pentium processors are probably shot by now, dude. I'm probably shit's probably shot. I know. I'm shopping it. for computers right now. What's, I know. what's the new shit? The M1? The i7. The M- i9. The, that M- yeah, i7, m- i9, and now they come up with an i11, I think, just yeah. recently, but like, I can't afford that, so I haven't uh, been i9, 10th generation, or 9th generation. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Hell yeah. I've only been looking at that, like, that M1 like Mac shit, like, damn, I fucked up. I bought the wrong MacBook. Fuck Every Mac- MacBook is Apple. the wrong MacBook. Yeah. yeah fuck I'm a, Apple. I'm a, no, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, you know, PC dude. I've always had a PC. Like, I got a giant desktop behind me, but like, I got my computer built for me, like, 10 years ago shit's played shit's oh the like, apple's fantastic yeah. they're Super rugged they're rugged yeah. and they they keep working yeah. but half half the money i could have built a balling fucking pc for this whole setup but the macbook's convenient it's the air it's small and i can take it anywhere does the job if you do build a computer you got to build it with amx though truly it's better okay yep i'll, I'll second that i don't think i ever built a big computer again i don't know Maybe. i'm building one right now Maybe we'll see. Well, now they got sick ass new cages that are already like ready to go, and e- even Walmart has one, like a gaming cage. You can oh, buy everywhere does. Yeah. yeah, everywhere does. It's they super got, expensive though. I got to sell to the market, bro. Yeah. You know, you just, new consoles coming out, new PC parts coming out all the time. Mm-hmm. You got to always compete. I did see a bunch of scooters today, wild about. Hmm. Buckets of scooters. I think it's because maybe the Seven Hills had a ride uh, today. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday Seven Sunday. Hills ride. Seven chills. Bunch scooter of frosty, club. uncomfortable looking old guys <laughs> with trendy glasses on scooters ripping around. Yeah, I I missed the ride today like because I was working, but like they know me do it. I mean, it's all pretty fun. It's like definitely on some moped time shit. Like they're like, all right, meet up times here. And they wait around for like an hour. Some eat food. And you're like, whoa, wait, you guys eating food? I thought it was a ride. Like, isn't the food later? But then we order food and they're like, let's go. <laughs> Pack it up. Kickstands up. Yeah. So shout out Seven Hills and Challenge Coin Gang. Challenge Coin is awesome. What's up with the Rebel Challenge Coin? Just got to order it. The mock-up looks sick, or the little the art for it looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, I don't know where to cool. order it from. I haven't looked into it, and if I don't do it, nobody else is going to do it. So True. Look into it. I, I like to know how much that, something like that would actually cost. I think they're cheap. I think that'd be like a cool thing to do for, like... Flood the market. Yeah, flood the market. We'll get, like, some sick, like, moped-only, like, fucking coin. Because I thought about hitting up Brandon Otto, because he, he's really good at that kind of stuff, and he knows the resources where to get it priced like price point, you know, because he? he deals with it. Yeah, he deals with that kind of shit. Does he? Yeah, because that's what he I, does. Deals in smalls and like uh, festive I, festival gadgets. Yeah, like, I didn't know what the fuck he did. I, I just thought he sold fish t-shirts and fucking anything. <laughs> like he'll find like a guy that's pr- like laser printing shit and come up with an image and put it on there and then go to the festival and sell it until it gets kicked out. Yeah, and you know, make stupid money. Yeah, off of that. Is, he, is that dude still around? I've talked to him here and there. I thought he like moved. I know like he, like him and his wife split yeah, he or moved. something. Like like someone had to kidnap the bikes from the house. Or I want to say he's where he belongs in Colorado, possibly. Oh. Okay, it's a good spot oh. for him. Shout out Brandon, rugged uh, dude. Thanks for that time. You let us have the uh, RVA mopeds Christmas party at that bar. Yeah, that you were working at, and you hooked it the fuck up. It was fun. Good time. Yeah, we got the, pictures to prove. Those it. days are long gone. Right? How now. long ago was this? Two. About two years ago, two yeah. Christmases ago, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So sad. This Christmas, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna Long g- before your time. I think you were about ten years old back then. Mm, yeah, mm. just sustaining your <laughs> mama's britches. 
gleaming your father's uh, best uh, part of you ran down your mom's leg. Uh, disgusting. Wow, oh, wow. dude. Um, ben, you played my bets this week? Only with Thomas's, really. I mean, I fixed up mine a little bit, kind of just wet sanded my cylinder out a little bit just for fun, got new rings, stuff like you that. You rode Thomas's moped? Yeah, yeah. What yeah, the fuck? Threw me the offer last week. So Thing sucks, right? Took it. <laughs> Thing is fast as hell. Holy, I didn't know that poop it's was It's not that dialed fast. in, but it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it's a little leaky of gas, but it is <sighs> fast. <What? sighs> That's 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 sweat. That's mm, <laughs> sweat because it's working so hard. Took it yeah. to Banditos and back though, and was riding with uh, Amanda, uh, um, Justin, some other people. No need for a two speed. You at least go on a decent ride first, Jeez. or was it no? There? Just to Banditos and back. That was it. So really, you don't know how fast that bike. Nope. Is. I got bored about halfway <laughs> back, and I was like, I want to go fast because all these fuckers were going slow. And then, and then the then, thing gets, and gets yeah real weird. I got like. I was way in the back, and I just kind of hit the hit the throttle, and it actually moves fast quickly. Like Stock I expected, it to take way clutch. too slow. It takes a while, but when it gets no, there, it didn't even take that long realistically compared to everyone else's. Like stock I was three out shoe there. clutch, it think reps, dude. Yeah, I went flying past everyone. Like I had to stop, pull my speedometer out, and I hit like sixty six easily. Dude, that poop sixty six easily. No shit, easily. I've never GPSed it. That poop maxi's been around for a long time. It's fast. It's That's a fast. lot of fun to ride. I didn't know it goes that fast. It's a lot of fun to ride. Like, just going straight up and down, like, broad, 66 even, it's is scary. cooking. I don't know, man. I need to see a GPS. No, I need I, I need think proof. that I think his GPS is I need, off. I need no, two, I'll do it again. I need, I'll I need make sure phones. I get a screenshot. I, would I need be... two phones. Okay, yeah. Both for, GP, both for the GPS. Uh, same GPS or different GPS? What do you want? Huh? Both of them. Both GPSs. Two of them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think it would do 60. 61, maybe. Yeah. I know it hit 60. It hit 60 for sure. That's all I need. Yeah, that's good that's enough. That's good enough. It's faster than everybody it, else is here. Yeah. That thing's fucking great. Pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, um, I don't know. We do have a guest today. Really? Yeah, we're going to go guestville today. Aaron, um, Aaron Heaton? <laughs> no, we're, we're going to talk to this dude, Jason, from Bloodsport 718. Does NYC. he drive a uh, Ford Ranger? <laughs> no. Kind of. It's a fucking e-bike gang from new york city oh nice not up vault either like a legit one blood sport e-bike yeah ec e-club i guess that's what it means e-club e-bike club e-bike crew you think they ever fry their balls like it's a weird electrical shock and we'll have to ask them i don't know maybe but yeah like i was like lurking their instagram if you guys want to check it out uh it's blood sport underscore 718 nyc on the uh, good old IGs. They're out of Queens. And, you know, they got, they got a couple bikes on here. Uh, they got the new Huck cycle, which I kind of wanted to go check out, like, one day. If we have some time to go on adventuring, it's in North Carolina. Oh, that's close. I was there last night. Yeah. Like, it's in North Carolina. Uh, I hit the dude up. I think they're, like, in Durham or, like, just out of Charlotte or something. I made it just across the border and then went okay. to fuck home. <laughs> but, yeah, they got, like, cool e-bikes. They do builds like when like i guess customers want to build their bikes they can come in and build them like with them like you can build your own bike byob which is kind of cool and i don't know they're kind of pricey but i mean all, what's pricey for an electric bike yeah, though? I mean, I, i'm are, seeing like six grand for yeah, some all shit. bikes are pricey to me three like, grand is like a bargain now yeah i think their shit's like five yeah so like a three grand electric bike is the bargain yeah. right and now and their baller bikes like seven so, you know, 
sky's the limit, I guess. Like, as, as, in, as in, you know, anything else. Mopeds and scooters and stuff. You, could, you can spend all the money you want. Easily. Or you could dumb it down. Or you could get a real moped. TCCD. Get for you, life. Get That's yourself a real stroke. moped. It's not even two-stroke. <laughs> Fuck off. TCCD. Cheap kit. For life. I mean, I guess I understand why people go electric, but then again, there's some of it I don't understand. Um, I don't know if we got any voicemails this week. Uh, I know I did get all of the packages out, so we did it. Yeah! yeah. yeah. One week. Not bad. Not but bad yeah, at all. It's like all the uh, t-shirts from uh, the closet, magical closet. With all the boxes. Big ass prize closet. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Ron Bennington. Yeah, we did all the fucking prizes for the second and third, and our homie took off uh, from safety second opeds. Because we fucked up, sorry. Ron Bennington, if you're listening, tell Fez Watley. We love him. And then, um, we made, I made some masks this week. I don't know. The uh, Pook mask that we pre sailed. You want to grab one of those, Benny the Boy? Yeah. Pooch! I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, Megan Thomas. That one's for you. Oh. Yeah, but we got some damn pook, you know, masks. I don't think my legs will fit through this. <laughs> Is this and, some pook undies? Mm, God, that's sexy. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. I do have this fucking weird-ass onesie. What do they call it? A bodysuit I won from the motorcycle raffle thing? That's weird. Yeah. Dude, I finally got rid of that um, that horse blanket I won from the scooter from the Seven Hills Rally. I want, like, that damn Vespa, like, winter yeah. shield leg body cover thing. All right. How'd you get rid of such a thing? <laughs> uh, I gave it away to the only other person, like, that's in mopeds that rides a Vespa. <laughs> Old dad. Yep. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. He's got that brand new red Vespa at his house. I'm like, want to know what, Brett? Doggy, I, I got this horse blanket for you. So... I don't know. I'll just see someone ride with it. I see there's a guy with a Bergman who works like on Broad Street who's got the same like setup, but it's like, yeah, exactly. The horse blanket, this giant thing strapped to a scooter, and I see him riding down the road, and he looks fucking warm. So it definitely works. He's out there in like the coldest weather, rides that thing every single day in the rain. So, I mean, if you're going to have something that looks that stupid, it might as well work. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. We're kind of bummed we didn't get any voicemails this week. Maybe you guys don't like us or something. Yeah. You know fine. the voicemails are a great idea. You know, you call it. You, you, we can didn't do, we make do, some do suggestions we to... last time? We were like, call us if you oh, yeah. have questions or like no, send no. us an email. We have our doc that we're trying to do for Rich and Mopeds. And we asked if anyone had um, questions that could be answered in our documentary that we do for Richmond Mopeds. To, like, send it to us in an email. They'll probably listen to a better moped podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, Second Stroke's doing pretty good right now. Yeah. Shut up. Haven't heard it, actually. Uh, yeah, oh, check out, for those who are listening right now, go to Second Chance. Second the, Chance, not Second, second Stroke. Second Chance Mopeds. And hit the Mike Boyd episode. Because the Mike Boyd episode is really good. Mickey Boyd in the heezy. Yeah. He talks about a bunch of things, and it's actually, like, a long one. Like, most of the time, his podcasts are really short, and this one, like, I think it went two and a half hours or something. And like So, Mike, Jimmy talked off the cuff a little bit? Um, no, Mike just fucking went ham, dude. Nice. He chit-chat his little ass off, boy, and Ooh. he talked about all the things, man. Took his Adderall, had a little sip of soda, <laughs> good went, to go. Went from, like, nothing about mopeds to, like, creatures to fucking 
being in Austin and joining ACR and then going back into out west and getting in Black Black and the fucking moped garage LA garage workshop thing they do pinball like a bunch of stuff dude it was a good one I smell it it was a good one I smell that fried chicken up in here you want a bite <laughs> nah I already had a cup of noodle for dinner I saved I'm some good. skin for you the boy just came in here like eating snacks like like man I got some KFC just rub it in dude uh, so you want to hit us up on our voicemail line give us some questions or some topics or something to talk about or you just want to like you know Tell us about one of your little moped adventures. Let us know. We'll play it on the air. I'm not going to say the phone number. This year I already know it. Ah, no, I'll say it. Uh, the number is 804-638-9533. And if you want to know what a voicemail sounds like, they kind of sound like this. Turbo snails. <laughs> Turbo snails. Fuck your car, ride a moped. Yeah. It's pretty sad when we got to replay, replay voicemails. <laughs> Okay, we got a voicemail from last week. Yeah, bring it, back. <laughs> bring it back. That's a good one, though. Dude, uh, you got any plans for repeating this week? Mm, I got to get working on, I should have more, a little bit more time this week to finish up the Maxi so I can get that sorted out to get it online and get, get it moving. So I did do something to it. I don't remember what I did, but I did do something to it. Okay. I think I added the voltage regulator. Maybe I did it last week. or I did something, but I don't know what it was. Oh, I totally forgot to mention. Uh, finished my mom's uh, Honda Hobbit, actually. We oh, got it all wired up. It's oh, got yeah, light. the lights. It's got, got lights switch. now. It's got a voltage regulator and everything. Oh, man. Back in the game. So you did something. You didn't just ride other people's shit. That's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Did a little bit. Oh, yeah. I do got all my Honda parts coming in next week. I hope to work on that. I got Honda parts coming in, too, for that red one I got in the garage. I got the carb coming. I got the MLM subframe coming. I got new... Oh, um, fancy seals. Mm. I did get the uh, rear Contra um, support. I don't know if that's any good or not, or if it really helps, or if I'm going to even putting out enough RPMs to matter. I think it really comes down to like belt tension. If like your belt's not running too crazy tight, and you're not running a crazy powerful motor, you're not really going to bend the shaft. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great part if you need something but it's to talk cool, about at the rally. A cool part while you're broke down. I know. do want to push that bike more to its <laughs> limits. I want to do another build on it, but I'm, I'm not too sure yet. But yeah, I figured yeah. it's a good investment. Then you flex on the guy who doesn't have the part. Yeah. You know? I've had that part for months. It's still on the shelf. I haven't put it on. Because I was like, I want to finish tuning and playing with my shit before I go, like, putting on this extra piece I have to take off. Yeah, like, for the Vespa, what bends it is when the clutch explodes. Mm. That's the problem. Yeah, fuck that. But otherwise, I don't think they really have a bending issue. Yeah. Now, like, but I don't know what the difference is between a, you know, like, why a, a Honda would bend and a Vespa wouldn't. Probably belt tension. So Material, really shaft thickness. Stiff belt. Like, you know, pulled too tight. You're over variating with, like, TJT or something. I mean, I so guess it's possible. I just haven't, I've never read about it. And, you know, never, of course, I never looked into it because I don't give a shit, but. Yeah, I, I did also get the front variator guard because I keep hitting my shit on it and it is eating my pants. Oh, nice! You never so. got a like grooving your sneaker. Uh, I, got a couple, I got a bunch of shoes. I got a little weird belt groove. Yeah, like a variator groove. <laughs> no, my uh, my other shoes have like both. I've got the uh, the chrome shoes that I like to ride my moped in my chrome shoes. The mm. camouflage ones. Both of them are fucked up on the left foot from the variators. Yeah. <laughs> like the sign of like a it's like it's like that pride thing when skateboarding you, yeah when yeah. you're on skateboards you're like yeah you ride yeah. these fucked up shoes like yeah because i do ollies yo can i borrow your shoe goo it's like yeah you see that right there 
I ride variators. We should make some shoe goo for mopeds. That'd be funny. Like just like an iron-on patch, variator Ooh, patch. You know, like uh, how the dirt bike dudes, like the wheelie boys, have those like a uh, little covers, s- sneaker sleeves. Yeah, or yeah. the sneaker straps, the shifter sleeves. Yeah, shifter sl- strap or sleeve. We should get some for mopeds and sell them, like market them as like the variator guards. Or Whoa. just make them out of like uh, flint, so it sparks like a bitch when you touch it. That'd be sick. That would be really cool. Oh, hot shit. Coming out of Open Money Podcast. If you want to see the details on how to make this exclusively just for yourself, you can check us out on uh, OnlyFans. At Moped Monday Podcast. We'll have been doing it. OnlyFans.gmail.naked.com. Close to illegal. Almost. (laughs) Hold on. I got to think about that here. Now we're good. (laughs) We're good. We're in the clear. Yeah, we're good. You doing the math? Yeah, we're good. We're we're good. Divide the two plus the one. Separate the Y. What kind of fucking Uh, math are you trying to do? Who knows? <laughs> you just Dude. said it, trying to do some fucking math. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> Walked right into that one. Yeah. Head first. Head first. Head, dick deep. Head. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we're the worst today. There we go. Like professionals. What, fourth Semi-pro. try or fifth try? This is working? Yeah. Yeah, dude, like a pro. Welcome to the Semi Pro Podcast. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Yeah, I know, dude. What's up, man? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Muppet Monday. What's going on, dude? Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, just hanging out, man. Trying to figure out, trying to keep myself busy during this pandemic. You know, so every day is not the same day. Yeah, you got got a cold beer or something. You you settled in. You ready for the long haul? I have actually finished my cold beer, so I'm one beer down. Trying not to go with the second one yet. <laughs> Are you letting your uh, your electric moped recharge your vape so you're good to go? <laughs> I haven't uh, that one. It's charging. The electric moped is battery just sitting there. Um, it's too damn cold. Uh, you know, until I figure out an actual day to ride, it's just sitting there. No. Oh man, cold. Speaking, I, see, I don't know where you're where you're at. Where are you at? Uh, I'm located in New York City. In oh yeah. Okay, so it's definitely a little bit chillier up there sometimes. Yeah, yeah, today was like today was like thirty degrees, thirty like in the mid thirties to forties, I think. So damn, y'all got them real winners too. Yeah, wow. uh, I'm actually I just have some um, heated gear on order, so once that comes, I won't have any excuses. But until then, it's kind of played by how I feel. Until, how yeah, until I you get that dumb snow. Until you put the heated gear on, and you're like, how do I think of another excuse not to fucking <laughs> ride in this garbage fucking bullshit weather? Perhaps. Uh, I mean, I normally would probably take the the winter off, but I just got the bike like two and a half weeks ago, so I just can't let it like sit there the whole winter just looking at me. So uh, yeah, I think the best like winter mod I've ever done is just adding a simple pair of like medical grade like rubber gloves underneath whatever whatever gloves you're wearing. Just put on some like plain El Cheapo, just medical gloves first, and then slip your hands in your regular gloves. Another layer. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. Dude, it works really fucking good the for the money. Wind, so, the windbreaker yeah. for the hands. So, I rode uh, less than a week ago, and I bought like these liners off Amazon. Mm-hmm. Put them on my motorcycle gloves, and for like the first ten minutes, it was like it was good. And then after I was out riding for like an hour plus, I started feeling well, not feeling my fingers. So, <laughs> um. I'm thinking about I'm you know while I wait for these gears I'm thinking about actually putting on the medical gear slash disposable rubber gloves that I have the liners and then the other third glove so three layers which is seems kind of 
overdoing it, but I'm going to try it out. Eventually, tri- you're... Triple apply, man. Your hands are going to look like uh, the Christmas story <laughs> where you can't fucking move them because it's got so many layers on them, just like Ralphie. Yeah. I had also had like a lot of really inappropriate jokes about triple rapping, but I was going to... It's leave, like condoms. more the merrier. Let's leave that out. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. Dude, um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself so everyone knows who you are and what sets your rep in. So, yeah, I mean, um, my name is Jason, but I, on the internet, typically go by Hurry Up and Buy, which is like an old moniker I've had since college. And then um, with with the whole interest of e-bikes and uh, PEVs or whatever you want to call it, I somehow like naturally adopted like a blood sport moniker instead. It was more of like a collective that me and a couple of friends had for us like riding together and then you know, everybody kind of fell off and I was the one manning the Instagram. So I just kind of made it my own. So, so yeah. Um, so that's me, um, in terms of why I'm on this podcast, you know, I've owned one, two, three, four different kind of, uh, personal electric vehicles, starting from an electric e-board to two, um, e-bikes and now like an electrical moped. So I reached out to you guys on Instagram one day, like a year ago, talked a few times, never was able to make it happen. And then lo and behold, pandemic, not really doing much these days. So here we are. Back at it. So bored, he called the worst podcast. <laughs> no, not I'm at just all. kidding. We're, the, we're the greatest all. podcast. Whatever like, we say is exactly. true. I've always been hyping you guys up as like, as like, as like a whole club, too. I'm like... It's Bloodsport, man. It's the only e-bike club out there. E-bike gang. Doing it, killing yeah. it, repping the set. That's actually crazy because like a year ago, so like two years ago when I had an e-bike, I was literally just riding by myself around the town, around town just, you know, with no place to go, all by myself. And then, you know, the only other e-bikes that you see are like delivery people. And then last year... I got a Super 73, which is like the more popular of the e-bikes, and then somehow found out. I bought it from like the the one like action store in New York City. Um, they're like an authorized dealer, and then I found out they had a group ride. Went there. There was like 20 to 30 different you know Super 73 owners. So we like you know just riding with them, got to know some of them, and now like one year later, post pandemic, that whole group is like somewhat like half of them still have the bikes, the other half you know, sold it or upgraded it or whatever. And then there's like a whole nother, like, but none of them are like participating in the group ride. There's like a whole nother group that's coordinating and doing that. And it's, it's evolving like super fast. Yeah. Are they, are they coordinating like and leaving you out of it? So like you're the outcast. They're like, oh, we don't want these, these uh, roughnecks hanging out in our, no, no, not at all. In our, in our I coffee have, meetup. I haven't really put, put the, much of an effort out. First of all, um, I, sold my last e-bike in June, right when like the pandemic was sitting and it was like perfect time to ride it because I wanted to buy the new e-bike. Mm-hmm. So that happened. And then I also kind of just got burnt out with the whole, with the whole group ride thing. It's like everybody, it's like all different personalities. And then there's like a couple of alpha people that are like trying to take charge. And then everybody's like talking shit about them behind their back. And there's a lot of drama like that is unnecessary. So that's kind of why we created this whole, Blood, uh, blood sport thing you know it was more like the people that we really liked that bonded yeah. on the side that you know evs weren't their life you know they, we just wanted to ride somewhere maybe have a few drinks eat talk whatever and then you know go our ways so 
Oh, yeah. You would um, hate that's how that you whole thing happened. Definitely hate the moped scene, though. Oh my god, <laughs> nothing but fucking crybabies shit talking one another. I mean, in good spirit, you know. Nobody actually takes real offense to it, typically. But anytime I mean, you put a lot of people together, there's always going to be some form of yeah. like drama shit happening. And this shit talking will never go away, right? Yeah. Whichever circle you're in, you're you're. It's going to be high school everywhere you go, whatever yeah. social group you're in. But um, yeah, four wheeling, especially when you throw the internet in there, because like mopeds, like especially for us, like all our our community and our group it has a lot of revolving around the internet. Well, that's the beauty of like meeting somebody and like sort of being a fresh. Thing is, you don't know that much about one another, and if you can keep it that way, awesome. Because yeah. then there's nothing you to bitch about. Tried, you, you definitely tried a little early on, right? Like I was, you know, early on, I was definitely the quiet guy, and then I also became like the guy that was like, "Fuck this group." <laughs> I like that, dude. So I very actually, quietly, <laughs> I actually went to that the uh, the Super Seventy Three dealer up in uh, New York last last time I was there. Like I think oh, yeah. it was like New Year's, like December, January, something like that. Like right, like I was, I don't know, two days. I think I was there till like the cert first or the second or something. I think I remember you were trying to like connect for a ride or something. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yo, what's up? Let's go. Like, I'm in town. Let's throw some shit together. I brought my bike. I put my bike in the trunk of my girl's Fiesta. Like I had to completely disassemble my moped to put it in the back of this car. And dedication like, right there yeah and i was like fuck like i did like a little blast around with the uh the homie dutch from what's fucking dutch's club again He's talking to dutch dutch the uh the jb Worldmaster. yeah jb Worldmaster. <laughs> jb Worldmaster dutch yeah i can't remember the name of his fucking club there's so many clubs in new york um never not riding nnr uh yeah, he rides with them. He's got some some pictures I think on their on their site, but he's got like another. It's another mobile club. It's like so, it's dirty like, plugs. Yeah, that's it. The dirty, dirty plugs. plugs. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's yeah. What it was. I actually I've never. Why well, I, I have ridden a moped, but um, I'm not really in the moped world, but uh, I definitely followed a lot of them throughout. You know, my Instagram at least. Yeah, I like familiarize myself. Like e bikes, like especially with like what I think. What do you have now? Like the Huck. I now have the Huck. So like the Huck, the Onyx, like all those that to me are like really super moped adjacent. Yeah, because like for sure. they look like mopeds. It's a lot of similar mechanics, oh. but it's also a lot of completely different electric style mechanics as well. Are they all like for sure? I mean, like the frame itself is the first thing, right? Like it's, they're both derived off of I think the Pook, or kind of, or the, or at least the top tank uh, moped. Yeah. And they and they the similar forks copied uh, the the general gas tank. Yeah, similar swing arms, similar pedal setups. Um, moped uh, moped front forks. Um, the suspensions are all like you know interchangeable. Mm-hmm. What about so the wheels? I, mean, I bought a ton of my stuff in Treatland. So. Oh yeah. That, well, I see a, treat. well, I see some of the bikes are running like um, with the Super Seventy Three's got that real fat looking wheel but it looks very fragile in a lot of ways but then i see other guys running like what looks to be like a more sturdy moped wheel oh you're talking about like the tire itself yeah like the wheel and tire combo yeah yeah for sure um the super 73 run on bicycle tires so you can definitely upgrade to like motorcycle rated tires and rims and all that stuff but you know i've had friends whose spokes you know they were just going off a bridge and their spokes just started going, getting loose. Um, flats were a nightmare. You know, you have also like four inch wide tires who have like a lot of surface area. So yeah. flats were not fun. It's a, yeah, it's a lot of surface area, but also when you, when I was looking at the actual tire construction, it didn't look like, like a heavier duty 
rubber compound tire. It looked like a more like a beach cruising bicycle tire, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I uh, switched mine out to um, street tires, still bicycle tires, but just not the knobby ones. But mm-hmm. um, all those were like, you know, the, the grade of rubber that they're using is not as sturdy. Like I try to put on like a moped tire, like on a rim. And I spent like an hour like inside my storage space trying to do it, and then I ended up giving up and going to uh, dropping it off at a scooter place to do it. So I know I, I know how much tougher these those are. Yeah, in general, yeah, they're definitely much stronger, and that was, that's a concern, you know, for any rider. Like riding is to, especially in New York City or New Orleans, where there potentially could be some unexpected potholes or obstacles. You know, like construction of the bike. How do you feel your new bike is constructed? better or worse than your old one well first off my old bike was had no suspension whatsoever so like every like and in the flats so i'm constantly like looking out like 10 feet ahead trying to dodge any kind of debris pothole that i can find or try to like lift up a little bit as i'm riding this bike has been pretty sturdy it's, it's like double the weight nearly um but it's just like so like the, the construction of the frame is just so sturdy so and and the dual shock help so hasn't really been a worry i i still kind of like just you know force of habit you know dodge around things i mean i used to do that, do that even when i'm driving so in new york especially yeah I which mean, which um which model did you get i got the stinger which is the 3000 watt uh which at the time was their top of the line um now they're coming out with some like actual like electric motorcycle style yeah um, aspirations and i believe they're announcing that sooner or later but i got the three thousand. the way the pricing structure was back in april may june it was like only a couple hundred dollars more to get the biggest one so yeah and the trade-off it made no sense the trade-off with having a little bit sturdier bike and weight versus like battery usage and power probably is not even like a real thing you know you don't even i'm sure you for the most part you don't really notice it yeah, and like you know, like I'm never gonna go 50 plus like on a street on the street. I think you might, um, you might, but like you don't really have to. Yeah, exactly. And it's only going to be when it's like you know a dead street with nobody on the road, and you know I just want to you know push it. But besides that, like I'm just like I would like to have that burst of speed when I'm in traffic when I need to get out of a jam, um, which is great. Because like the Super 73, you're like only 15 miles an hour and then you have a jam and then you and then you throttle it with a push throttle a thumb throttle and you're just basically going the same speed with a little bit of an uptick mm-hmm. and it's just you know you'd be dead already well what was what was like the deciding factor for you i mean were you like into bicycles and they were like well, let me try an electric motorcycle or and start you know, with the electric moped did you ever consider buying like a gas-powered moped um so Way in the beginning, it was just literally, um, I had a long walk from the subway to my home, so I wanted to get a skateboard, and that was why I got into the whole electrical thing. And I'm, I'm kind of a gadget geek. I like playing around with gadgets. Uh, I don't know all the technical stuff, but I just like having gadget stuff to play around with. So I had the, the skateboard, and then my wife was about to have our child, so I kind of decided I've never really skateboarded in my entire life. And I kind of fear for my life every single time I go on this board. So let's go on the bike instead and not ride a bike. So I did that and then naturally just progressed further and further. To answer your question, I do want to get a moped, a gas moped. 
that's definitely one of those things that I've actually had on my, I guess if you want to call it a bucket list, but I don't know if that's really like a bucket list item, but uh, I definitely want to get one. Definitely a bucket list item. A tinker hobby, (laughs) a tinker hobby with no expectations would probably be the best way to get a moped. Like get one with, with uh, the aspiration to never potentially ever ride it, but just something to fuck with once in a while. Yeah, exactly. You know, just just have it, just to have it, and then ride or cruise around town. If I ever move into the suburbs, um, that, you know, I, I like the noise. I like the the uh, the the sound of the engine. So it seems fun. Um, get to learn a little thing, learn a little something. I want to eventually restore cars too, so I want to you know learn a little bit more about mechanics, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but like I have no aspirations of like going beyond that. Like I don't want to get a motorcycle. A lot of people are like. Uh, considering this like the, the stepping stone to get a motorcycle, but I have no interest in really getting one of those. Um, you know, the, I feel like the Huck, what I have now, hopefully will keep me fulfilled till I get the gas moped. And the convenience of it, I mean, you can't just drag your motorcycle up the block to the bike rack or into a building and lock it up to a bike rack, you know, things like that. It's so convenient to have a smaller electric or a moped vehicle you can just stash pretty much anywhere you know especially in new york for sure um like the super 73 i was you know i'll bring it into my office uh my office building when i used to commute to work so that was super convenient i don't think they would actually let me bring in the huck though it's like it looks like it doesn't look like a bike it looks like some sort of you know uh registered vehicle Tassels. Just fucking put tassels on the handlebars. <laughs> Everything looks like a bicycle with tassels on it. <laughs> Simple fix, I dude. Try that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be funny as shit rolling with some sick yeah. tassels. Should we make Hi, a little balloon on the handle handlebar? Yeah. <laughs> Should we make fucking twenty twenty the twenty twenty one the year of the tassel? Dude, I love tassels. I think tassels are awesome. Tassels and the the little dinky like uh, flick bell, you know? Oh yeah. Bing, oh. Bing. Dude, how I actually the- had that on the Super 73. That was it's so lame. Dude, it works though. It's you know, if you get it, they make pretty good ones. Like real bicycle, like quality bicycle bells are pretty loud and you can hear them. The one I had was shitty and it was I bought it like kind of like on the spot at the bike shop and it just you know, in the New York City noise, you can barely hear it. Yeah. What you need is a but, bell uh, and a brick. <laughs> hit the bell they're never going to hear it anyway and then throw the brick not the brick. Throw the <laughs> <laughs> a little slingshot I yeah. honked first I swear <laughs> this house protected by Smith and Wesson that kind of attitude bullshit uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing my ground on the yeah. bike <laughs> I love it e- <laughs> my taser's powered by my e-bike step off fool <laughs> I wonder if you That'd could do fun. some shit. Like, what can you power with that? I mean, what if you could shoot the e-bike, like the taser projectile, like from the e-bike? Yeah, like, I'm sure like some, some like you can hook it up through the mobile system. Yeah, like Batmobile ma- shit. Yeah, like mount, mount it to your handlebars. Demobilizer. <laughs> really, the best thing to do is like when you ride around with something. You know, like have you ever seen the cell phone signal blockers where you can make like a thing that blocks cell phone signals? No, like the credit card reader kind of things. You talking about aluminum foil? So, like, if you go to certain places, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like an aluminum helmet. Well, but you can build these, like, cell phone signal blockers, and, like, when you ride by, if you have one in your car, technically they're probably illegal, but you can plug it in your AC, adult, AC outlet, and, like, it emits, like, a frequency that disrupts cell phone signals. And so if you ride That's by somebody... New York. 
Yes, yeah, so that's <laughs> New York. Everybody's just on their phones as they're walking into the street. Yeah, well, we, I went to a casino one time, and they had one on the roof of their casino, so you couldn't use. So you couldn't use cell phones in the in the casino because it blocked the signal. I would. Aren't you not, not allowed to? Aren't you not allowed to use uh, take your phone out at a casino or? Not, not, the, not the ones I've been to. Not the ones I've been to, uh, except for this one in California that I went to, uh, which I thought was very strange. And I was asking somebody about it. They're like, yeah, they basically block your, at least we were pretty sure they block your cell phone signal because nothing works as soon as you get close, like on the property, basically. That place fucking sucks. No outside contacts. So that way they can keep you in. Yeah. That's Dude, scary. I'm trying to Instagram in the club. You know well, what I'm saying? Old <laughs> motorcycles, the way the staters work, they the frequency they admitted from old like BMW motorcycles car when you rode by somebody on your old bmw people would their cell phone signal would drop because of the stator basically like an EM, emp they can almost mess with radios even too yeah so it'd be kind of funny to have something like that on your e-bike powered up and you ride by motherfuckers and it starts dropping everybody's phone calls <laughs> <laughs> it also sounds like i'll probably get cancer by next year so I mean, you're riding your e-bike anyway, so it's good. And you're on you're not in California, at least, uh, so... And you probably took Zantac at one time in your life. Dude, mm. don't hate on Zantac. That's still my pride. I know. I still got a few left. Secret stash. Secret stash of Z's. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking heartburn over here. Although, they're, my secret stash is held out long enough so that they're coming out with better stuff, finally. Mm. The fuck is Zantac's? Yeah. Shut up, boy. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, boy. we have a really young boy in the studio today, and he, yeah. he doesn't know about heartburn we, yet. We like nope, him. We like got him no young. issues. Oh, the struggles. <laughs> no, no issues here. Let's go. Just, you're 17. Shut up. Hey, I'm not even 17. <laughs> Fuck off. You are. No, I am legal of age. I can buy porn. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Who I mean, you were the one who was age? talking about me being naked on a fucking OnlyFans here. <laughs> So you're older than 17. Yes. Man, you look worn out for being barely older than 17. <laughs> <laughs> moped depression. Yeah. Dude, so uh, what moped would you get if you did get a moped? Have you like given um, any, any thought? One that runs already? Yeah. <laughs> Ideally, yeah. Um, I mean, I think, you know, just from, from someone that doesn't know mopeds that well, it would have to be, I mean, I have a Tomo's um, LX frame that I was mid-build making it into an electric. So I like that frame, but I mean, I definitely like the Pook Magnum frame even more. And I know that's a pretty common looking frame. So there's like the, what is it, like the general Firestar, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's similar there's, to that. There's, there's a bunch, yeah. It looks like the Hulk. Is that Basically, the it's just like that variation is, you know, the top tank is kind of like my, what I like. I don't, I'm not really... I'll, I'll ride around with a step through, but I'm definitely key on the uh, the top tank. So you just don't have the appreciation for it yet. You will one day. So I could, I could. I'm not into top tanks. I'd rather, much rather have a step through. No one ever starts liking the step through. They always start wanting the top tank, but eventually the step through is convenient. <laughs> honestly, more than anything. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like for my bike, like even my bike, like I had a, it, it's pretty high up, so. If I have on like a nice pair of jeans, I was having a hard time. I had to like tilt the bike over just to put my leg up. Can't have the skinny ones on. Yep. Nope. Not today. Can't look good and ride. <laughs> Chew gum uh, speaking walk. of the Thomas LX build, uh, do you have one of those uh, moped emporium conversions? 
I do. I actually, um, so I've like spoken to a lot of guys um, that you guys have talked to in the past. So Jason from Electric Moped Emporium, I came across him like last year too. And I started hitting him up and I was one of the first guys that me and my friends were like the first guys that he like made like kits for. Um, This was like when he first like announced that he was coming out and stuff. So I have his parts still just sitting in the storage. Um, and I also visited, I, I visited Pete when he was still in New York, uh, mm-hmm. at second stroke and I try to pick his brain a little bit. So, you know, I try to get as much resources as possible and kind of why I follow like dirty plugs and all these other multis on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean the electric, uh, EME, I, I think they've, he's kind of like even went there and beyond since I was bugging him. Like he's building like some crazy bikes and yeah, he's doing you know, like full custom builds now. Like yeah, like he's just like sending out bikes to people. And he, he when I was like in mid build and I was stuck. What was that? Nothing. Sorry. We got to walk in from the fucking rowdy bunch out in the in yeah, the hallway. We got a bunch of a bunch of drunks. We got a, a weather report from uh, one of our buds. Ten <laughs> percent chance um, of snow tomorrow. <laughs> He, he even asked me if like if I wanted to fly him out to New York and he would just like finish building my bike for me. Um, and he's like, all he needs is like one day, but uh, but that seemed like a little bit too much, especially I was talking to him during the pandemic, and you know I wasn't going to pay for a hotel for him in New York or house him in my house. So yeah, not only that, but like some of that takes the fun out of it too, building it yourself and sort of owning the the rights sure. to your work. You know, it was just more like beginning of the pandemic. I just totally lost steam on building it you know like mm-hmm. up until that point i was like at the the space all the time building it out you know specking out the things that i need and then after a certain point i just kind of like lost all steam I mean, that's and what... then i came across the hook and now i'm like totally completely lost but i'm trying to get it back <laughs> but that's the fun of any, any kind of like uh, project i mean anybody can buy a bike or a car or a truck or anything with all the accessories already on it but there's always going to be something to make it your own and even if you build it from scratch like it's it's fun to like build things and make it your own, you know, whether it's right or wrong or perfect or not. I mean, you know, like you can get it done. I always appreciate too, like the uh, I don't know, I guess the the gratification you get from completing the project and like and then it working, dude. Like nothing, oh, for sure, nothing smile. Yeah, nothing's better than like having like doubts, you know, like. <laughs> I, I, you, yeah you, you build a motor and like man you know because you never know like sometimes you you feel like you've done a good job and like you go to fire it up and it's like what the what, what the fuck could be wrong everything's new yeah. mm. and then other times you're like you know you're at that moment and you know in the past you're like well it could be perfect or, or i might have forgot a part you know and then you go to fire it up and it just licks right off and fires right up and it's gonna go no i'm good thank you sir oh yeah yeah, that definitely sounds like a great feeling. I mean, I, for sure, like, I definitely want to, you know, if I'm going to build it, I'm going to build it on my own. Well, it's uh, just maybe, the same Maybe get some assistance from somebody, but, you know, I want to do it on my own and have that satisfaction. It's the same with anything. I mean, like, if you if you got your bike and you want to upgrade to a different shock and you install <laughs> it and it's perfect and it rides the way you want it to and you can adjust it, I mean, that's the same gratification. It did yeah. exactly what you wanted it to do. You earned it, you know what I mean? And I think that's why a lot of people, you know, when they buy these like out of the box e-bikes, they're making their mods because they want to make it their own. Yeah, uh, they want they want to be unique and kind of stand out. 
and, amongst the sea of like the same bikes. And from any kind of like mechanical standpoint, that's encouraging because some people who would normally not buy a moped or a motorcycle would potentially buy something like this and would still get them in the mechanical mindset to at least tinker with it and upgrade it or customize it. That's one thing I did yeah. really like about the Huck cycles. And like, I, we, I checked out their site and like we looked at their Instagram a little bit. And the fact that when you build your bike from them, they have a ton of options for you to choose from. So even, yeah, I even mean, if you don't build it yourself, you can still get this like feeling of like, okay, well, at least I decided on exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, like he's uh, he really get, allows like the, the buyer to kind of tinker with the different kind of specs. Um, I mean, obviously, like the, the, the big chunks of the bike are still the same, but you know, the little modifications, like not only just like pen color, which is like probably as basic as it can get, but you could change the suspension. Um, you could add different kind of different uh, turn signals. And, you know, like every month it seems like there's new things that he's coming out with. Mm -hmm. And I know a guy in New York that's actually um, paying extra to get it, to build a Hulk Cycles bike with fat tires instead. Okay. Yeah, which is rare because so, then if like if five people in your neighborhood ordered Huck cycles, the likelihood of them all being the same aren't that great because there's so many more options available to make them a little bit different. That's one thing I definitely noticed with, like the Onyx and with the uh, the Super Seventy Three. Like, yeah, you see these meetups with these people that buy these bikes and they all look exactly the same. Like the the thing about mopeds is like there's so much customization, diversity, and making it like your own. Like you go to a rally and no one's bike looks the same as the next guy, you know? And I feel like you kind of miss that in some of the e-bike stuff that's going on because, like, no one's taking the time to, like, you know, make it their own. Yo, the boys. Yeah, it's like every, a lot of the mods that you see on, like, e-bikes are, like, all on the surface, right? It's just, like, a different kind of bag or, you know, a different mouth of some sort. So it's not, it's very, like, simplistic stuff. Nobody's really, like, diving into the mechanics of it. And then you have, like, you have a few like guys that are like really like tinkering with it. I, I just saw a picture of a Onyx that base. It looks like a motorcycle, like completely. He changed out the motor itself, the the entire frame. It, the frame is basically the only thing that he kept with it, and even then, he probably made some mods on it. I feel like when you get into mopeds, it's kind of like the inner city rednecks because it's not people just like <laughs> getting their parts; it's people making their parts, like putting in crossbars, like creating their mopeds rather than just buying parts and slapping it on there like they're like fabricating and customizing it themselves rather than just so it's kind of like the rednecks of the city well it's also a price point though like and mopeds like i mean what is the what did the bike you bought if you don't mind me asking what is something like that run somewhere in the four thousand um, five thousand dollar range right now it's at like 4900 i think yeah so like the price point you for got the, moped, three, the three thousand watt yeah, the three thousand watt. The I mean, I got it when I bought it, it was cheaper. Yeah, significantly cheaper. But um, the three thousand watt right now on Hook Cycles website, uh, with the tax included, is five thousand nine hundred. Yeah, so like for a moped, you can buy five. Oh my god! You can buy five mopeds, yeah. or you can buy two or three mopeds and have them fully decked out. With everything you could possibly want. I mean, five moped. That's you know, eleven hundred bucks each, twelve hundred bucks each. That's that's a pretty decent moped. Yeah, and I definitely, you know, I've spent my time on moped forums, um, and I, that's a definite common thing that I hear. Like a lot of people, they love the electrical stuff, but you know, the like 
the price point is just like completely different. Yeah. Definitely Certainly like, for me. I mean, that, I mean, that's a huge factor for me. I mean, it's like, I think Jason wants one, right? I do. But like that gate to entry, like right now, is just like not where I want to be. Cause like, cause I don't know. Cause there's other things that I want that are more important than that. Cause I already have running bikes. If I didn't have a bike at all, we might be in another. Yeah. If you had nothing in the barn and you're yeah. like, I want to get into mopeding or the, not necessarily mopeding, but like riding a, a bike like a moped. Yeah then you would be more uh, encouraged to save or to finance or whatever. Something and I like think that. the convenience of like something that you know is just going to work and not pee on your floor, not no leaking, no, no smells. Like if you don't live in a, you don't have a garage or somewhere you store, you can put it inside of your apartment and not have to worry about like your neighbors bitching about the ga- I've, gasoline. I've stored smell. mopeds inside of apartments before. Believe me, it doesn't go well. Yeah, you told me because <laughs> Jason told me one time. Yeah, was it two bikes in your shit, and one of them peed all the gasoline uh, out on the floor? The, a full gas tank, just like we were gone. It leaked everywhere. I came home, and you could smell it from the hallway door, and like everyone in my building, like it's just like you smell that. Yeah, you smell that. And I'm like, I don't know what that is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called maintenance. I think there's a gas leak. <laughs> Doesn't smell like rotten eggs. Smells like real gas, dude. One thing, yeah, I, sure. oh yeah, sorry. One thing I did really like about the Hucks too is that like they've been doing these um these like meetups where people can come build their own bikes. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I think that's super cool for like and, someone to least. And like you said, it. I think it's I think like you said, it's people that really want to like kind of roll up their sleeves and like learn how to build one and also learn where when they need to fix something right like they get to actually see it all in action um i would i mean if north carolina was closer to me i would definitely do that yeah also like it's nice to know where your product comes from and you know like i mean if i could go somewhere and build my own moped i'd be more inclined to do that than find a used one off the street you know what i mean personally because then i knew where it came from i bought it from a place that's right here you know, it's like it's supporting the local market. You're not just buying something that, you know, like a secondhand store. So, like, if you buy a bicycle from a from online, you don't exactly mm-hmm. that guy could be a middleman just ordering it and then shipping it, dropping shipping it to your house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of rad that you know you can just go there and visit their shop and build it. I feel like there's also that I mean, like added support system too. There's definitely that aspect that you know, why I even bought the hub too. Like, the made in USA. There's not a lot of e-bikes that are actually made here. I mean, you know, not that, like, they're making the motors in-house or anything, but th- the aspect of them actually having, like, a physical address where if I really wanted to, I could drive down to North Carolina, find exactly where they are, and, you know, talk to the owner. Um, that aspect was definitely uh, a positive factor. Um, there's so many e-bike companies that literally are middlemen. And everything is actually being manufactured in like China. Yeah. So. And, and if they fucking they do some shicey stuff, we can pull up on the block, bro. Handle that business. <laughs> exactly. Hope you like new windows in your storefront, fool. <laughs> I'll shit in your mailbox. Nah, but I doubt they'll have that issue. <laughs> no, they seem pretty legit. I mean, fifty nine hundred bucks, man. That's a lot of mobile. No, I think the fifty nine is the one that's uh, without the bicycle pedals and it's a bigger battery or bigger specs. The the one that I received is uh, forty nine hundred now. Okay. So, I mean, not that it's 
you know, it's still pretty up there. It's basically, you know, a couple of those when you get a car, so. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's all in what you want. Like, you can buy, you know, like, if that's what you're into, you could buy a motorcycle for that price, you know? It's for only sure. what, It's only what you're looking for. So you're not buying, you're not buying a bike for that money that isn't specifically designed for what you want to use it for, you know what I mean? Like people buy Land Rovers and pay crazy money for, or, or for Jeeps for that instance. I mean, Jeeps are optioned out with garbage for the most part. Like their stereo systems aren't very aren't, aren't awesome. All there are are full drive trucks that you pay way too much money for because you use it for a purpose or in, yep. intentionally. You intend to use it as a Jeep, so you end up paying more money for it. Thanks, Thomas. Now we just lost all our Jeep listeners. <laughs> I'm going to pump the brakes on what I was going to say. Because <laughs> I don't want to sound like I don't like lesbians. Because Whoa. I do. <laughs> Fuck. That was... Yeah. No, because <laughs> Jeep is the like the the lesbian ride of choice, right? Oh, man. Oh, it's... The hole is getting deeper. Real deep. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, our friend Alexis is in, is in Thomas's club, the Rebel Rouser. I work at a Jeep dealership, and it's not just my friends. <laughs> I do work at a Jeep dealership some days, and there's a lot of people there. I'm like, yep, there it is. <laughs> Whatever. I'll so, dig that hole, and I'll own it. I will own it. You can email mopaymoneypodcast at gmail.com with your responses or call us at 804-938. Uh, talk shit to Thomas yeah, on the voicemail. We'll yeah, 804-638-9533 and talk shit to me on the voicemail. That's fine. Yeah, we'll play that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a roast. Just have a roast podcast on Thomas. Yeah, that'd be good. That's all right. I'm good for it. That'd be actually a fun like side episode. Just like, you know, this week we're not talking mopeds. We're just roasting Thomas's ass. We can get everybody from Rebel It's Rouse so easy. Here. It's like a handed over on a, on a silver platter sometimes. You do it to yourself sometimes even. I like, know. So as far as like the EX go, like you think you're going to stick with the hook? Or you, are you have your eye on any other bikes that are similar? Um, who knows, man? Like, uh, it's, such an, it's such a young, what is it, industry? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's the only real competition right now for the hook. I mean, they're the latecomers, right? But there's the Onyx and the Monday bike. And then some may say, like, the Saron, which is Saron or Segway, whatever you want oh, to call yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't they do, oh, like, dirt bike more different, oriented? Well, they at least look like one. Um, a friend of mine has one, and he definitely feels a lot lighter, you know, so you can actually, you know, do wheelies and go off ramps and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I watched a comparison. Different, different ball game. With it's the, more for, like, the speed. Yeah, I watched a comparison with that and like the KTM electric bike, and it was pretty tight. The the Suron did really, really fucking good. It's a well built bike, and my friend loves it. He came from riding BMXs to a Super seventy three, and now he has a Suron, and he feels he loves it. And most so. people take the Suron and upgrade him quite a bit, and they'll they'll buy the Suron for the base price is what like I think thirty seven hundred bucks or something, and they usually end up you know, upgrading the forks, the brakes, changing the sprockets mm-hmm. out, and I uh, think the speed controller on the handlebar. Uh, or throttle, whatever you want to call it. They upgrade a few things to it to make it like where they want it to be. And I think once you do that, you're in at about the same price as what you paid, maybe in the $5,000 range. 
but the bike rips. It's really cool off-roading. Yeah. yeah, and you get it within a week, yeah, at least and, the bike itself. So. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of where I want to be. I'd like to have a Saran myself just because what I want to do with an electric bike, again, purpose, buying something for a purpose. Rip some bicycle trails. I want to rip bicycle trails like a motorcycle without getting harassed as much. Yeah. Dude, I really like the uh, the Monday motorbikes too. Uh, the guy who started that was actually in mopeds. Like, God, we need to get him on. That'd be sick. But um, my thing was like the original bike. I guess like the giant tank battery box was kind of like a really awkward look for me. I was like, oh, it's so bulky. Yeah. And big, and it's got the mid drive motor. It's definitely like. Like, I respect them for the unique design and, like, the original designs and stuff. But mm-hmm. that tank, the battery, uh, the top tank or battery compartment still is a little... It's gotten a little better, but it's still pretty bulky. Yeah. And then yeah, um, it's there's like a couple st- of things that I, you know, don't quite get yeah. and in my, seat, for my own personal taste. The seat geometry, like, weird triangleness to it is kind of funny. It looks like you jammed a BMW full-size 1,000cc tank... <laughs> Onto a moped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the the, the the new one that you have with the slimmer tank. It looks kind of more like a Super seventy three tank. It it looks really nice. I yeah. actually you know was very surprised, but also like their specs are like super low. They're like very entry level. Okay. They really only like go the like you know they're only going like twenty five miles an hour with a small battery that that'll get you like twenty miles on you know best case scenario, which is super you know, silly like, like kick around. Yeah, it's just literally going to the grocery store to your friend's house and then just kind of, yeah. and that's it. And then pedal home. <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. And I was really into their step-through version when I first saw their step-throughs. Like when they were doing the Kickstarter mm-hmm. for the step-through, I was like really tempted to get one of the ones in camo. Because I was like, damn, this like camo step-through thing looks kind of cool. But like the only thing I really didn't like about it was they had like legit forks. But the handlebars were still like the uh, the bicycle stem out the top. Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, oh, why is there no like real triple tree? Like, I don't know. That just seemed like weird to me. But it was cool looking. What, what Jason? For you, do you remember the first time you ever heard of something like like a electric motor and a bicycle? Do you remember the first time you ever like remember even like hearing about this when they were doing this and the only reason i'm asking this is because i want to tell you my story about when the first time i heard about it no. um i mean the first real thing that really stuck stuck out was i'm i was on youtube and i saw um this guy jesse he was riding it around la like cruising around the beaches and stuff and i'm like what the hell is that thing you know like it was, it was a super 73 um it was a vintage like the old, like the original model, and he was riding it around, and I was that. That's the first time it really caught my eye on an e-bike of like what we think of as e-bikes now. I mean, the whole electrical motor on a bike, I think it's been done in the past and stuff. This is like when it really got popularized. But it, go ahead. It's been done for a, a longer time than you probably even know about because yeah, the first exactly. time I saw it was I think they were talking about basically bike doping in the Tour de France. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Where they were running, like, in the frames of the bike, they would stack them full of batteries and shit and have an electric drive hidden into it. And that was the first time. And if I had hindsight, I should have invested. Dude, super funny. When I heard about this. It's so funny how they got caught because, like, the damn Tour de France is so televised and there's so many cameras 
they're like watching the way they shift to like yeah. to activate the motor. And like it's like, oh, he's doing something that it doesn't look like what he should be doing. Yeah, it's not like, conventional. So this is a fact that like it happened. Yes, oh, it, it, to- definitely it definitely happened. happened. They got busted and Holy everything. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was like called bike doping or something for the Tour de France, and there's a whole like thing behind it. I think everybody got disqualified that did it, but there was, it was more than one rider that they got caught doing this. Uh, I think I don't know if it was called doping because I think the, I think you're talking about the I don't know, they were also doing that weird shit with the blood in the Tour de France yeah. where they'd like reoxygenate people's blood like cycle I mean, out the blood what Lance got caught for right yeah so much crazy shit going on didn't they take his damn medals away yeah and then he lost a testicle or both no he lost a lot in that. the beginning yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was the cool part right like yeah, yeah, one testicle <laughs> like, yeah. live strong no it's real Vince like oh shit I got no idea Vince like yeah. he's too young for this part so and, he's like and then he lost Shell Crow like, he, I, and there we go it's like Thomas put his foot in his mouth again he's getting all, all I know he's over here staring at me no I'm like what the fuck someone lost their nuts yeah yeah Vince Armstrong lost a nut to testicle oh, to cancer oh, oh yeah, yeah and then okay. like you know he survived and now he's lived strong and then he got busted for cheating now he's back on top yeah of somebody, <laughs> he got money, dude. He doesn't care. He really doesn't care. He made a he made his own documentary. Yeah, it was good. I watched it. <laughs> how, do you, how do you dig yourself out of a hole? I mean, you, that's how you. Somebody's do it. gonna ask him to write a book, right? So. Yeah, might as well make your own money. Own, own all if the I was rights. in a room with Lance Armstrong, best believe I'm taking a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> Of him and his, <laughs> him and his fucking no nut self. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, you stand <laughs> show up, me, like, show me. You stand up there. I'm gonna squat beside your dick. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like ghost balls when you feel like you lose your hand, you know? <laughs> and you still have like your, your ball, your ball itch. Okay, funny, funny riding story. Um, one of my really good friends I used to be in band with in Richmond, like used to ride motorcycles and stuff, and like. You know, I was like, oh, man, he was the first one of my friends who, like, was, like, seriously riding motorcycles all the time. I was like, oh, this dude's sick. Like, he's got this cool-ass motorcycle, crotch rocket, things fast, like, sick. And then, like, one day, I was like, yo, homie got hit. Like, he's in the hospital. And we're like, damn. So we go to the hospital and, like, check on him. And, like, they let him out. He's at home. I go check him at his house. And he's like, dude, like, I think I might lose a testicle. And I'm like, what? And... He was taking a left-hand turn, like a leaner, through this, like, intersection, and a car ran a stoplight and hit the bike, and the bike went straight up into his crotch, so, and then threw him, like, off in the distance, and he fucking, like, slid or whatever, but, like, if he was, if he was straight, they would have, like, completely crushed his leg, but it, it slowly hit the bike and threw the bike right into his crotch and crushed one of his testicles, and it didn't, like, explode or anything, but it it's, it's it swelled to the size of about a softball, so he had one testicle that was the size of a softball, and the other one was normal, and it was like black and blue and purple, and like every time he peed, it was just, like, just pissing blood, and it's just like he's like, dude, yeah, like I might lose it, like I don't know, like we're waiting to see what happens, and then like he's like, if I if, like if I lose it, dude, I'm definitely getting a prosthetic. He was like already like researching like <laughs> prosthetic testicles. You gotta get it, get the one with the pump. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Just like the whole like thought of like being and get by a fake testicle. I had to do a thing from our brother when he got in the crash because he couldn't. He was paralyzed and he didn't know. He thought he lost his dick, so mm-hmm. I had to check his dick, make sure it was still there. It's a real, <laughs> it's a real thing when you get in a crash. It's like who do you trust to do that for you? Yeah, that's a real friend. Yeah, 
It's like, dude, I, I can't feel my dick. I'm pretty sure I lost my dick in the crash. I'm like, you look like you're all there, man. Like, I'll look if you really want me to, but... He's like, yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure my dick's gone. Maybe he just wanted me to look at his dick. I have no idea. <laughs> it's your brother. Like, what do you do? He's in a rough spot. I'll appease him and look at his dick for a second. As soon as he looks, he's like, gotcha, bitch. I wish he had done that. Then I would have known. You know? But he never, he never said gotcha. Now you're just left wondering if it was a joke or not. No. No, he's still got, he still gets a kick out of it right now to this day. <laughs> no, no. He, he knows he got your ass. He's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, that brother. Yeah, that brother. Talk about testicles way too much in mopeds. No, never. Nah, I don't know. Hey, uh, speaking of testicles, you in a nugget porn by chance? Oh, God. my God. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time. Bring it, bring it full circle, right? <laughs> don't look it up. I, Electric I'm, moped nugget porn. Please, don't look it up. It'll save you a lot of torment. So you guys, I got <laughs> he's doing it right now. Don't stop. Delete. Abort. Use the VPN. I the, the search results. No pictures. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. It out. We'll, so, we'll I'll private message you some. I got it. Oh god. god. <laughs> Thanks, Richie. Richie does this shit to me once in a while. He'll send me his fucking like a PM, and it's just like a screenshot of something. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. It's pretty. It's not very good though. What are friends for? Yeah. Oh. Dude, so you do any uh, dubs in on your bike yet? Because I know that's why they make the long ass seats for the hook, dude. So you can like dubs up. No, that, I haven't done any, anything uh, besides just cruise around town and do a, try to not kill myself. Do you ride the bike in the rain? And if not, is it because of a concern of components getting wet? I don't ride in the rain, but it's not because of components. Because uh, they're somewhat waterproof, um, it's just more so. I don't have fenders, and um, I mean, even if I did, uh, even if I did have fenders, I don't think I would ride in the rain too much. I would try to avoid rain as much as possible because it's it's a leisure bike, right? So it's like you ride your mopeds in like when it's raining out. Like, do you set out on a ride? Yeah, sometimes uh, it depends uh, if I'm already yeah. on the ride or not. Yeah, if I'm already riding, I'm you know I'm already there but like I'll, I'll check the forecast to see if it's you know what kind of day it is i'm just cruising around going to friends houses or running errands but if it's raining then i probably just pick a different alternative yeah i've noticed too like a lot of the electric bikes do not really i mean the rear fender is not as big a deal but why don't electric bikes run fenders uh, no, style I think just, over everything it's style and i think it's you know like it's custom right so it's it's not like you can just buy something and put it on. It's another whole project of them having to figure out what fits on it. And that's been the biggest thing, I think, from what I've seen. And like more laziness. <laughs> E-bike manufacturers being lazy once again. <laughs> not providing the customers with the goddamn protection they deserve. Thomas, you've been driving that truck listening to too much radio. <laughs> This is this is Thomas Limbaugh, and our right left winger deserve to have fenders. God bless America. It's also because, like we talked about, the e-bikes are all like middlemen. They're not the ones actually putting them on themselves. It's like you know whatever's available through their change manufacturers most of the time. Okay. So uh, if they ain't got it, they ain't gonna put it on, you know, or they're gonna try to pay somebody else to put it on. So what or we they, run they if they we don't charge the option like Onyx. So we have a, a little trick in the moped world. If we don't run a fender, which I oh, yeah. don't run a fender on a lot of my bikes, 
just because the tire um, width becomes an issue for fender clearances. That's one reason we don't run uh, fenders. Mm-hmm. If I have a choice, I would much rather have the fender on the bike, but sometimes because we upgrade the tires to a different size or manufacturer that makes the miles a little bit different. Um, we use a bandana, for lack of a better term, or a rag or something, and just tie it in between the two fork tubes. I've seen that. Close enough to the tire, and so if you get into a rain event, what happens, and you don't know because you don't ride in the rain like talking about, is the spray from your front wheel will spray forward of you and then you drive into it along with the other rain that's raining down on you and you become extra wet and also you're spraying up shit that's on the road into the air but with the rag will catch it before it gets slung up into the air and back into your face i've seen this now i know why it's being done yeah so that's pretty uh I mean, you could be like Jax and put panties on your ears. Dude, it fucking works really good. I used to keep one tied to my handlebar just for that reason. Yeah, just for that reason, dude. It's a it's a nice thing to have in your like bag of tricks. Like if you get you know like your emergency kit, just a shitty old rag. It just slap it on the front fender and in an emergency, and it'll keep your helmet. You know, like you're riding on the road, and all of a sudden, you know, like rain's one thing to have on your helmet, on your visor but the to mud, deal with rooster tail up but, in your face. But triple that because you've got shit spraying off the front tire on you between dirt, mud, grease, or whatever's on the roadway, and the extra water. It definitely works. It's worth it. So yeah, perfect. I mean, even if it's not rain, like you know, if you're like, if there's any dust or whatever on the road, you're kicking all that up anyways too yeah so, sand any of that stuff it sand, definitely helps travel anything get i'm definitely gonna do that and it looks cool it looks it actually it's kind of a custom touch just if you get a good rag and it's nice and worn in i like my worn out rag on my maxi mm. it looks good it matches with the bike the blue and all that yeah i got a old yeah. worn, i've got a blue worn out rag like a microfiber towel just literally tied in a knot sitting on there and it's kind of nasty and dirty but it sort of gives the bike a little character. Like, I think about changing it to something better, but then I'm like, eh, it earned it. Yeah. So I had one on there for and a long time, man. It was great. I definitely noticed it on mopeds, but I, and I figured it was a moped thing, but I just didn't know why or why. No, because we're, yeah. we're all so lazy and don't want to <laughs> figure out how to fit our fenders over our stupid fat tires on our bikes. And it's much easier just to tie a rag. Because uh, I think we all learned how to tie our shoes at one time so we can tie a rag. You know. Sounds dope. You got a, you got a good solution for the back? I need a uh, back. No, no, that's when you're just fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Wear uh, frog togs. Frog togs for life, baby. Good, cheap rain gear. You put can pack on, away anywhere. Put on a backpack, you know, let that take the abuse. Yeah, get a, get a passenger. That's my, that's my drive. Like, hey, boo-boo. <laughs> yeah, do you know what frog togs are? No. Yeah, you can get them at like Walmart, Dick Sporting Goods. They're really cheap, uh, but quality um, sort of Tyvek material rain suits that come in different colors and sizes, and they're not uh, terrible looking like you would think like an orange or yellow, like hideous looking plastic rain suit is. And they're inexpensive, and they come with, uh, you can buy them separate, I think, pants or jacket, or you can buy, like, the kit, and it's maybe, like, 20 bucks. And they pack away real small, and you just throw it anywhere. Real okay. good shit. T- frog togs are awesome. Really good. Or you, can get, or you can get the Patagonia one for $650. Yeah, see, yeah. fuck that. Get the frog togs, and you can buy, how many Patagonias can you buy, man, for, or, or how many frog togs can you buy for one price of the Patagonias? Yeah. 
I got my first uh, Patagonia jacket today for Christmas, and I would have never bought it myself. So, I get a new phone for Christmas. Oh yeah, look at you. Yeah, I bought it myself. You're like a real adult. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had. Well, I thought I had the Google Pixel Four XL, but I don't. But it's not. It's the Three XL. I was like, I'm way behind the times. Mm. So, hooking it up. The one thing shitty is like you spend all this money on an e-bike a lot more than a moped mm-hmm. and then there's always something else to buy, right? Like whatever you want to do, like, you know, tubes, a phone mount, you know, that's, you know, as basic as it gets, but you can, that list goes up and up. And at a certain point you're just like, I just spent a lot of money. I, I have no money to be spending on this. Yeah. What would you what would you like consider like mandatory upgrades like for you or what upgrades would you like to do to your bike in the future? Um, I, not too much. I, I want to get fenders, right, uh, or some sort of something to block the rain. Um, I'm actually looking into downgrading my tires from 18 inches to 17 inches, only because I have some 17 inches lying around from the tumbles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll allow me to put more moped parts on um around the tire like fenders and i think the brakes the brakes like everything every every e-bike i think has a little bit of shortcomings here and there um i think e-bike uh the hawk cycles i think the brakes could be upgraded um it's like a bicycle i know some people that are like redoing all the wiring so they want to really like up the the programming on their controller so they can go even faster Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's that. What else is there? I mean, is the brake on the bike hydraulic or is it a manual? It is hydraulic. Okay, so it is a hydro. Nice. Yeah, but um, there, you know, some people want to either replace pads because it's already worn out, or they want to increase the um, the disc size, and they don't know what kind of brakes they are. What are you? What are your thoughts? So, what are your thoughts on the brakes? Um, for me, it's been working out okay, but I've only also logged 50 miles so far. So, um, but I do have some other brakes that were bigger, uh, bigger, uh, disc rotors. So it could be, you know, depending on how easy of the switch is or how much, or if I have the time, I might just switch them out just because I have some lying around. But, you know, I like it. I was going to say, I was watching the moped, um, Instagram on Vespa stuff where they're basically CNC cutting their own uh, rotors and all this other shit. Like, where do you find bigger, better brakes? Is it something you can just get easily? Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is it that that available where you can... I mean, what about transferability? Like, how does it... I don't even see how it bolts on exactly. It's like a universal or, style. Yeah, I was going to say it's the four-bolt pattern. Yeah. Same as everything. Pie okay. brackets for the brake stay. Same stuff. So then you just have to somehow or another probably figure out if you're going to upgrade the brake to a bigger rotor, you just have to basically make a better Mount or, or different bracket yeah. so that the size is the same. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I don't think switching out the brakes will be that hard. It's just more of like hydraulic brakes. I have to just, you know, re-bleed the whole thing. So that's, te- a, that's the more annoying part. But I'll tell you a trick to that if you want to know. Oh, God. We've all heard Thomas's brake trick again. Dude, it works. No, it's pretty good. good. It's clutch. So, like, my biggest thing is I've had the hardest time forever bleeding front motorcycle brakes until 
I accidentally was like frustrated as fuck and couldn't figure out why I couldn't get the air out and then took the line off of the caliper itself and then held it above the master cylinder and bled the mm-hmm. air out of that and then stuck it back on. You know, you got to be kind of quick about it. But once you get the air bled out of that because air bubbles want to go up instead of down, you like you got pressure from the lever into the line and then stuck it back on the caliper as quick as I could and it worked so good. That's actually pretty common. A lot of people will just take it all straight off and just hang it upside down. I never thought about it, and it seems like such a stupid, easy thing to to think about, but I just never thought about it. And then one day I did it because I was so pissed off and frustrated, and and it worked amazingly well. The easiest thing to do without really even having to take anything on is just stand your bike up and then take your handlebars off and just leave it lower. Yeah. That That way you don't even have to touch the brake or anything and just stayed right on. That's not a bad idea either, yeah. Lift your bike up to, uh, like, change the angle of your wheel. Yeah. Like, raise your, yeah. your caliper up higher than your... Set it up in a wheelie. Just yeah. That's it. Loosen your bar so you can keep everything level. Raise the roof. Raise the roof, fool. <laughs> anyway, maybe it's not a trick. Maybe something you already know, but... Really common motorcycle and dirt bike thing, I feel like. Yeah, oh, but... Oh, the boy knows it all. The boy knows it all. <laughs> no, that's just one of those things that I hear commonly in, like, those Facebook groups about old motorcycles and stuff. They just take it off, hang it upside down. Okay. Hit it with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hit the note. Pardon yeah, me. Man, I, I'm vaping. Did not know any of those. Well, I'm glad we could help. Now you know a little something motor. Now you know a little something about motor motors. <laughs> I know. I just want to get I, I want to get my hands on one of these electric bikes and rip them. I've never had the opportunity to get out and ride one of these things. I can't wait to, like, run across. Because you know it's coming. Moped rallies are, you know, like... You guys are building, you know, not necessarily gangs, but like little groups and people will partake or get wind of. And, you know, they're in our city, too, because I've seen them riding around here quite a bit more than I ever used to. So it's coming. I'm going to have my opportunity soon enough to take somebody's electric bike and try to blow it up. They're so expensive. Like, even if you're looking on Facebook, they're still expensive, like used. It's crazy. It's expensive. Yeah. It's more expensive used. Yeah, yeah. That, you could buy it new, and you know what you're getting, or, or this almost the same price you used. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's because um, it's because of the wait. You know, you buy something new, you got to wait a few months to get it. Use, you can get it like the next day. So you know, there's that premium. I ended up selling my Super Seventy Three for the same price that I bought it. Really? Wow. That's pretty good. Um, and, and I made modifications, which either can depreciate the value, or you know. Or whatever you want to call it, and I didn't have that many miles. I only had fifty, uh, not fifty, five hundred miles, and uh, yeah. And people were literally. This was also back in June, so of twenty twenty. So pandemic, everybody was going crazy for bikes, all all types of bikes. So um, it was definitely how people were like literally trying to tell me that you know they're going to give me a hundred dollars more if I beat them the following day in Jersey. And I didn't want to go all the way to Jersey just to sell a bike. So I just went with the easiest transaction possible, but which unfortunately the whole hot item of the bike is the other bad side is there's a lot of bike jackings and bikes being stolen right now in New York. So that's the other thing. I just saw something on the, somebody posted a citizen's app. Somebody got their uh, e-bike stolen at gunpoint. Damn. (laughs) What do you, what do you use for a lock normally? Um, I used to use an Avis lock and a Kryptonite lock, 
but this time around, I haven't bought any new lots yet. I'm going to get a disc lot, disc lot, brake lot, maybe a GPS, and then I need some one or two. I don't know. I, I really don't have plans to lock it up anywhere at the moment. These don't give a fuck about disc brake locks. Yeah. They just Especially on a 100-pound bike you can pick up. Yeah, well, like yeah, uh, sure. Matt's DRZ, they took a, a battery-powered grinder and literally just cut the disc brake off around where the lock was and then roll it away took them 140 two seconds. pounds yeah it took them two seconds yeah um i would yeah like you can't go wrong with a good chain lock man kryptonite for kryptonite life. for yeah. life yeah i have one kryptonite now but i need to get like the forget about it ones or something they're just so heavy yeah that's the downside like, of so the, bulky. the big one. like i like to keep i like i always keep the big one at my house and that would be like my home lock like if I had to put a bike outside or something, I had like my yeah. giant kryptonite home lock that's going to take someone 20 minutes yeah. to cut with an angle grinder, loud as fuck. And then I'd have like a smaller all-in-one kryptonite for when I'm like out and about. I had forgotten at the ranch when I was cleaning it out the other day that I had taken like four bags of concrete and dug a giant hole before I had things secured. Mm-hmm. When people Before I had a fence and all that shit, I had taken four bags of concrete and like... Uh, a giant steel rod with a loop on the end of it oh, yeah, and yeah. buried it with washers and shit stacked up. Yeah, so you're locked I, to the ground. Yeah, so it's all locked to the ground. I'd forgotten it was back there and I was like mm-hmm. digging around, cleaning stuff up. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about this thing <laughs> back here. Like locked to the ground, you know, ready yeah. to go. That's like the downside like of these kind of bikes. Like we have that whole problem with mopeds too, getting stolen and like having to hunt them down and the cops not giving a fuck. So you kind of got to yeah. like, you know... Yeah, the go cops. out on your own. The cops are hitting this too. Like in our area, we're a much smaller town, so I think the cops will, in Richmond City, get bored and actually look for things. Not look actively, but will pay more attention and, and like they'll get you know some information somewhere and see it and report it. But I imagine in a city like New York, where like things get stolen quite a bit. It's yeah, like, I mean, there's bigger things, bigger fish to fry right now, so. I'm surprised there's um, not more like scavenging because like you see bicycles have been sitting around all the time like people just take random parts off of them stuff like that. I'm surprised that doesn't happen with like mopeds and stuff. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah, like like in the e-bike community, that's what they do. They, they everybody monitors like Craigslist and you know all the various marketplaces to see if it's you know up for sale. Yeah, that's not been my last so. stolen bicycle. Someone trying to like did it get scavenged? Oh, it got scavenged, and then like someone's trying to like sell the frame or something online hmm i got it back full free uh with none of the parts <laughs> yeah, none of the good shit left on it was your bike was your bike light still there no nah, dude there are no bars for the bike light to go on i must have had 10 bike lights taken off my moped oh yeah and stolen nice. i just forget about it i think i bought ashley like this really nice uh, re- back when rechargeable shit was brand new, mm-hmm. like you, you know, like it was like, oh man, you got rechargeable fucking bike lights, you know, like oh my god, mm-hmm. and they were like super small, really bright for yeah. what they were. And those lights are expensive now. I think I paid seventy five bucks a piece for them mm-hmm. for the front and seventy five bucks for the rear, so I was one hundred hundred and fifty bucks in bike lights mm-hmm. for lights that weren't really all that good, but they're really good for the time. Yeah, gone immediately. I, out drinking one night, left him on the moped. Damn. Gone. So since the bikes are e-bike, like, and it's fully electrically powered, like, because mopeds have shitty lights because we're running off these stators and like you know it doesn't work yeah. so great. He doesn't ride at night. <laughs> since you're running it by batteries, like 
how bright are the lights? Like, are they good? Is it great? Is it sick? They are. I, I think you can upgrade and get better ones, but uh, they're pretty. I think they're pretty um, crappy. <laughs> I, I um, was like gonna hope you were gonna say sufficient or like good enough, but crappy is not what I was expecting. <laughs> um, I mean, it's hard to tell like in New York where I ride, just because you know there's a lot of light pollution. So mm-hmm. it's, I haven't been in like a, a location where it's like pitch dark where the lights really like you know guiding my way. Um, I actually do ride at night because you know having a family and kid and work and all that stuff. The best time, unfortunately, is to ride at night. So I do ride at night, but um, lighting has it's more for like so people can see me and me trying to actually see where I'm going. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, like if you go on like Amazon and look at all these reviews, I, I just got put on this thing called a uh, fake spot, which is kind of like the whole Amazon rating validator thing and like every blight is like they're all lies the reviews the positive reviews so oh yeah it's bullshit i I saw this one amazon thing where the guy was comparing bike lights uh one from amazon and one from a quality brand light and it said like the loomis rating was like five thousand loomis which is basically the a jet airplane headlight on a bike yeah some crazy shit from but it was like the cheapest amazon light you could buy He's like, is it, is it really, you know? And then he lit up his like old trusty like headlamp that he's got on his bicycle helmet. And he's like, this headlamp is only 2000 limits and it's blowing this Amazon 5000 yeah. out the water. Although he didn't totally shit on the cheap Amazon light, but it was like the ratings and the, the specs, they're all skewed quite a bit, you know? And what's that site called again? Fake Spot? Oh, uh, Fake Spot, yeah. I just literally came across it like two weeks ago and now I can't help but to like compare every single damn thing on it. Um, and it kind of prevents me from buying stuff, which is actually kind of good. Yeah. I read the reviews for sure. Everything I do, I go through and read the reviews. Like when I'm buying uh, phones or something on Amazon, but I also don't look at the positive reviews. I try to look at the negative reviews because sometimes the negative reviews aren't that negative. They'll, they'll give it like a one star rating because of some really dumb shit that, you know, really deserves a two or three star mm. rating, you know, but must've been reading some of them down Harley reviews. The what reviews? Harley <laughs> reviews. Oh no, I don't read no fucking Harley. Man, one star, man. Fuck this day in dealership, man. I came down here and their, their t-shirt, their t-shirt selection was trash. Yeah. They only had mediums <laughs> and extra, extra, extra larges. I wanted to talk about my new dual twin. God dang chopper and they didn't want to give me the time of day yeah because they got four of them on the lot they can't sell they get to look at them all day uh i wonder how the harley market is doing i don't know you would think with covid people are bored maybe bought more harleys i feel like people are tanking on harleys because people are like kind of holding them like they're just it's older people like they're it's a dying market i think i feel like it's a great bike though that's the problem and i want to shit on them because i hate the harley but it really in the last couple years that is a pretty fucking solid machine i feel like i feel like their years probably been going a lot like e-bikes like i mean they had the live pads and all this other stuff like january hit and like people People are covid and they're bored and they need shit to do that's like self-isolating and you can ride 
because that's safe. They had the live wire come out, and I don't know if this is correct, but I remember seeing something about having a total recall on them. Yes. Yeah, they were frying. Yeah, I, I feel like the last few years they've been just kind of dying out. Like I haven't seen tech, shit dude. come that's out of Harley. Super, super new tech, you know? They had the new motor come out. What the, what's the new one? The fucking uh, Milwaukee? That's, the new Harley motor? That, that's been out for a couple of years now. The, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm pretty sure it was like rated total ass. I don't know. I haven't seen anything good come out of Harley in a long time. I mean, the the new engines, the new Evo motors, they're all roller bearings engines. They're, you know, like, as far as components go, they're way the fuck ahead of where they were. So I'll give them some credit. But e-bike and the electric game is really the next market. I mean, you look at any dirt bike uh, manufacturer... Any like solid manufacturer for like KTM, Kawasaki, Kawasaki, KTM, yeah. Suzuki, they're all really hustling to get ahead of each other right now because of things like Onyx and uh, all these other guys pushing these bikes and actually selling them for, for decent money to, to customers looking for a niche bike. Yeah. It's crazy to see it, Honda's kind I'm, of dipping out of all of it. Like, they're not they're, though. They're only sticking with the 450 really. Like they're they're specifically MX only now, basically. They're just not telling you about it. They're not telling us about it because Honda's no. super top secret. When they release something, it's going to be a hundred percent true. But they like completely dropped all their two strokes. Like they've like limited their selection very much the last few years when it comes to dirt bikes. At least I know. I mean, when's the I last time you to. saw Honda release something that flopped? Oh, never. God, you know what no, I mean? never. So, like, yeah, Suzuki, Kawasaki. These guys aren't afraid to like take some risk and show some some. Um, previews of a product that might not necessarily be refined but yeah. honda i think is one of those companies that's gonna hold back on marketing and like sneak peeks until the shit's perfect you know uh, like you I'm see yz and kawasaki i remember the uh, i went to the moto show this year did you go with us thomas i did not uh i know oh yeah i went with noah aka that who should not be named Jeez. uh <laughs> and like i got to sit on the live wire and they had it on one of those like dyno kind of machines where you can rev it out and let the rear wheel rip it up and the live wire was kind of sick for an electric motorcycle it went from zero to 90 what's the one that seconds? scoot was selling the uh, the electric the bike. zero the zero i got to ride a couple of those at scoot uh, did like their zero test drive days and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Went out there for those, and I really liked it. I thought it was fun, but the way they advertised it was uh, misleading. So I didn't like that part about it. Okay. What like, part? The adver- the the, uh, the the advertising uh, hype behind it, like uh, you know, like put it in sport mode to release, blah blah blah. And at the time, I was riding an SV650 as my daily, and. I was like, well, how does it compare to this? And they're like, oh, man, it's amazing. Just like twist and go. It's more torque than you'll, you know, than you'll ever need. I'm like, the SV650 is almost more torque than I'll ever need. So let's see how it compares. Because I feel like the SV650 is a very uh, well-rounded bike as far as being not so much, you know, like horsepower and torque and un unpredictability you know so it's going to scare an early rider but also enough torque and enough fun factor where an experienced rider can really have a good time riding it so when i got on the zero and i put it on sport mode and like gagged it it was just slow to respond or you know well it's sport mode and again it's the same thing with electric bikes where i think they put it you know they they can't just put something out there that's going to instantly kill someone but i think that's what americans want 
You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, Sounds about right. Yeah, the thrill factor, the, 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 oh, fuck, you know, like, I want to have this thing, like, scare me. Like, there's something to be said about being scared, you know? It's like fucking American drugs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, dude, that shit just laid him the fuck out. Let me get some. <laughs> That's why KTM's the company right now, because they're just doing that. Yeah, well, it, yeah, uh, exactly. I will back that point. KTM is killing it because uh, they're putting out machines that really want to kill you. That street legal 300cc two-stroke, that thing is a monster. Ryan's 500cc can't keep the front wheel on the ground no that matter was, what you do. No like, yeah. you, should, you should not be named. Just got one, the 350. Ah, eh, 350, whatever. Those things are scary and like scary kind of cells is like sex scale cells scary cells like if i think the electric market gets motorcycle wise even their electric dirt bike is very torquey actually like watching it and like actually getting to test drive one it's got the extreme ability that the two strokes had like for hill climbing and like rock climbing and stuff that the two strokes were very popular for just quiet yeah and that's the sport response i was not looking for was to twist the throttle and wait for shit to happen yeah well, you know I think that's I mean? the thing is like they're putting all these modes on them and like when you're going to like sport mode, like they're expecting you street. So they're going to turn down the torque and turn up the high speed rather than like having all that torque. Like where if you have something off road, it's going to have more torque, less top speed. So they need another mode that says, fuck me. Well, as a, no, no. What they need is, yeah. is another mode that says sell American dumbasses <laughs> what they want. Death, right? So like we all know that that death mode is bad for the bike and bad for the battery and bad for the components, you know, and things like that. But to sell an electric motorcycle, I think you almost need that mode. Then maybe that should be the next mode for these like e-bike companies that are doing like, you know, the smaller bike for, for the, test ride the, days, the, the kind of like moped, put them in a padded room, <laughs> stick it on death mode. Like, how would you feel if the Huck, Jason, how would you feel if the Huck had the capability to do 80? Um, I personally, I feel like I, I guess I'm the responsible person in the room, so maybe I'm not. I'm not right <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably a fact. Yeah, but but uh, but uh, you know, even the hug actually, like I know, up until like a month or two ago, they were selling, they were programming their controllers to go like full, like full throttle, full power, mm-hmm. um, and people were buying them, and like day one, they would get the bikes and they would throttle, thinking that they could handle it, and they would slip over. Because they'd be wheeling it off, wheeling off. So um, apparently, like the the lawyers and insurance people at Huck actually advised them to kind of dial it down a bit. Damn, and that's probably true. Many, yeah. You tell me we missed out on that other shit. Also, I mean, that's what I it comes out to. Overclocking it also according to what they were actually uh, registered for in terms of like the bin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like they were marking it as one thing but they were actually overclocking it further and i think they, they basically said for liability you need to kind of keep it on par with what you're actually have it registered as yeah so where i think ktm's actually also killing it they just bought another company called gas gas oh i love gas gas yeah yeah, yeah. but so the whole idea was gas gas is going to be legal in all 50 states and they're going to make ktm illegal in i think three now because they're basically going to completely unrestrict them and just balls the wall whatever the fuck they want and gas gas is going to be their 
other ones that are like, oh, you can buy it everywhere, anywhere. It's California fine. But like KTM's going to be fucking death mode. And now. then there's another bike that used to be gas gas, the manufacturer that made those bikes, but their old tooling is still out there. And another manufacturer bought those guys and it's the newest like two stroke uh, manufacturer out there. And I don't remember their name off the, the, the one in South America, right? That's where the company's popping up, I'm pretty sure. What's that one that you really liked for a while you wanted, Thomas? Gas Gas. I thought you wanted some other thing, too. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it's the Gas Gas. There is another one that's it's pretty tight, too, but the Gas Gas is the one. Okay. The Gas Gas seems cool, I, but I, I like Gas Gas 250. Damn motorcycle side talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Jason, have you have any thoughts about like once you're done shuffling those pans and you won't <laughs> Maybe he's scraping snow. Jason, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Sorry. Jason! <laughs> Jason, Jason, Jason. He's down in the holler. What were you about to say? Bye. No, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just asking, um, you know, as far as like the e bike things go, like what, do you have you given any thought to like e motorcycles now that we're talking about like electric motorcycles? I mean, oh, the beta, I, yeah, yeah, the beta is the one. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't think I can ever say never say never. You know, mm-hmm. uh, once I test ride one, who knows what I'm going to think. But uh, for the moment, I feel like the huck is. I'm just hoping for the huck just going to last me for like two three years, no problem. Do what I got to do, and then and then we'll go from there. <laughs> Yeah. And I think the the next big purchase or purchase probably will be a moped before a motorcycle, though. Yeah, moped, let's go. I think the uh, the zero uh, the dirt bike zero is a lot of damn fun though. Oh. So if you're gonna test ride on an e bike, go grab one of those like uh, enduro style. What do you call it? Dual sport. You know, like because they have test ride days, you can look them up and find a dealership close by. Yeah. And it's the, free. The shop in New York has it. Dude, it's free, it's fun, and it's like worth taking a rip on one. It's kind of awesome. It yeah. looks like the more motorcycle out of all of them so far. Yeah, probably. Even mm. it's weird boxy construction. I gotta say, that's the weird thing is like the live wire, like it didn't look really kind of like an electric motor. It looked very just like an actual motor, strangely. It looked like a big box. Yeah. Like it looked like the old school uh, BMW uh w series the ones where they were coming out of the side kind of looks like that what kind of range does your bike have as far as mileage range i haven't really quite tested it yet but i think they're like 30 to 40 so is it so as not easy great. like for a moped if we wanted a more range we would put a larger fuel tank on it for a electric mm-hmm. bike would it be a similar thing as far as manufacturing your own or just adding an additional battery pack to gain more range yeah i mean it's, it gets complicated so a lot of people will probably buy an aftermarket battery that fits inside the tank which will cost them you know considering the size of my battery now it'll cost like over a thousand easily for just a upgrade but then if you you can also get like a, like a supplemental battery so you can actually have two batteries if you can figure out a compartment for it then you would have to do like electrical work for them to work in parallel so they're just gonna like you know Dumb when you use the one basically and that's gonna you know that'll cost even more money because you gotta buy the battery still plus 
do all the electrical work to make sure it works properly. Yeah, because I saw a couple so, guys using like the vapor, like the vape batteries, basically, and running those in series to create the voltages they want to make. I mean, it's batteries. the same battery. The yeah. the the vape batteries are eighteen six fifties. These are the same thing. It's the same cells, it's just a lot more of them. Yeah, shit. And up. you know, this they just had, like what, like yeah, this guy probably had forty eight of them linked together. Yeah, I mean, there's like I want to say there's a good like two three hundred in mine. I haven't done the math. Jesus. Like 3,200 maybe, like something like that. So it's like, you know, enough power to like, you know, it could be literally like the power of a bomb, like if you use it the right way or the wrong way. <laughs> you um, how you look at it, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's like a lot of power just like inside that, like, you know. So when your electric mm-hmm. moped blows up, the block goes down versus like a regular moped go- blows up, we just sit on the side of the road disappointed? Basically, which is kind of scary if you think about it, right? And it's like yeah. sitting right next to me. That's a lot of power. So, you know, you really can't like, you know, mess around with the battery and like, we're, you know, you got to trust the people that sell it to you. You got to handle it with care. You definitely don't want to be dropping it or putting water on it or any, anything like that or extreme temperatures. And so there's a lot of like particular like cares about it that you got to be mindful of. And there's a lot of new battery technology coming out. I mean, they've redesigned how batteries are being made recently to produce yep. double the power for half the weight and half the cost and things like that. So that's exciting news, too, for electric yeah. bikes and electric motorcycles. And it's kind of uh, sort of the unknown at the moment. But, you know, it, you know, like everything's going to progress. Like we're always going to get better at something. And that's an exciting technology, even if it's just for your remote control for your television or your cell phone to have a lighter more yeah more power at, at the palm of your hand you know so that's cool shit it's it's crazy like and you know this whole like advent of like e-bikes and e-motorcycles and, and tesla and all that stuff that's only going to speed this up a lot faster right so yeah so basically they're when you're still using the same technology from like 10 15 years ago yeah so just, when, when you're you buying know? an e-bike now you're buying obsolete shit because the next thing's gonna fucking outweigh it fast no, but I, you except know, the motors. I mean, the motors and stuff like that are still like really rad. But battery power is going to be the next big shit, man. Battery power is going to be awesome soon. Makes you think and about like the, how fast yeah. you should you you should trade trade up. I guess I would say because it's like, is it like a moped? Like we we love them because they're old, or is it going to be? I think it's like a computer you want to get rid of it, car. you know, within two or three well, years, say, so you can get the next one. Depending on the type of battery pack you have, they say that there's like 1,000 cycles or 600 to 1,000 cycles. There's like a range, you know, depending on how good you take care of it. So, you know, at a certain point, the battery is going to degrade. Life. You know, just yeah. like just like any other rechargeable battery. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, my, my days are limited in terms of like how often I'll be able to do that as it is. Mm-hmm. And hopefully if they come up with new battery tech, the, the ports all stay somewhat the same so we can still kind of you know, plug and play and get some new battery in there. But, then you're but it's crazy. It's like, bucks. yeah, um, hopefully it'll be cheaper. You know, like you were saying, you know, I, I don't know who was talking about um, battery, battery. Thomas, Thomas, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So, so Tony was saying, um, <laughs> <Got him. laughs> um, the, uh, I mean, not only are the batteries supposed to get better, like, in terms of performance, but they're supposed to get cheaper and less uh, combustible. So, you know, I feel and like they say, like, you know, like five years off. 
So something like that. So it's like five years off till it's like a thing. And then it'll take a while for like the price to go down slightly for like consumer buying. So I have, I'm good with the hug. I'm good for probably for my, you know, second or third bike from this point forward. And then at a certain point when they make that next big jump, maybe I'll buy a, a electric car and then buy it. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Or maybe they'll just fucking retrofit sick batteries that are way smaller. You could just plug in and you don't need to do anything but just buy a battery and you're back in the game again. I feel like it's going to be like with phones where like they probably could charge less even though it's slightly better and it's cheaper to make realistically. But they're going to just charge what they can because people are going to be willing to pay. Are you getting the pizza delivered? Are you talking to me? Yeah. No, I was walking uh, by my, my... Toddler and he was calling me. Ugh, toddlers. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. <laughs> slobbery little creatures. No, they're out. Yeah. <laughs> the, the slobberiest. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, Uncle Tom. Oh, Uncle T murder. <laughs> slobbery little toddlers. And then I get to fucking hand them back. No, thank you. Full of sugar. Yeah, no. <laughs> Crack cocaine only at the murder house. <laughs> so I saw um, you got like a YouTube video up for the review on your bike. Like, uh, how's that going? Did you watch it? No, I haven't watched it yet. Like, I just caught the link. Should we? And watch I was it? reading like the uh, like you got a referral thing going on your like on your Instagram too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm um, trying to make some money. Nice thing. Um, you know, it's like I. For any any sort of like new toy gadget whatever I'm I'm like engulfed in YouTube trying to you know find as much information I can so there's not a lot of hugs still out there like only like a couple of hundred so figured I'd put one out there uh, I also like making videos so that was really the real reason why I did it but um yeah you know so I'm just hoping I can get the word out if anybody likes it you know the e-bike sales are going crazy so why not a hug right. Yeah, I think we're gonna check it out uh, as soon as we get off, dude. But uh, you wanna you wanna give a shout out to anybody, or uh, you know, give your links out so everyone can find you. Yeah, my uh, my Instagram is bloodsport underscore seven one eight nyc. Um, my YouTube channel is like an old, super super old like aim handle, so I'm not gonna share that. But if you just look up the same name on YouTube, you'll probably be able to find my channel uh, as well. Shout out to Huck, shout out to you guys, um, all my old Super 73 riders that no longer ride, shout out to them as well. Super 73 riding that obsolete shit, get out a hook. The, out the game. Get a hook. Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess also shout out to all the Huck, uh, Huck guys in New York. Yeah, let's go. Join that blood sport. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for being on, man. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your night to bullshit with us and talk some e-bike game. Yeah, put, put us on it. Put us on the game. We're yeah, going sure. to end up with one in our circle one day. I will. I'm, I'm sure. It's only bound to be, you know. Definitely. Sooner or later. Once, yeah. once I get loaded fucking and, like, don't have, I mean, I guess, like, it's one of those things like I really want in my back pocket, it's like camping and dumb shit. I gotta get one, but it's just timing. So I definitely it's, want to get it's, one. It's a shit little fun, especially because like you know, unlike a moped, you just get on and ride. You know, like there's not much else to do. Yeah, no check on the fuel. No fucking is your kill switch on? Why doesn't it start? 
I've ran that gas three I mean, times this month. There's there's a little bit of those issues too, and you definitely have to keep an eye on the voltmeter. But Stop ruining my dreams. <laughs> like, watch the video. I kind of talk about the one anxiety that I do have. You know that I, every e, e person has. So um, it's natural with anything, I guess. But uh, it's it's so it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. Hell yeah! Yeah, we're stoked on it. I'm gonna watch your video. Check it out. We'll pump it up. And uh, thanks again for being on the show, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Later, bro. Later. The e-bike game, for sure. Like, it's one of those things for me, you know, like, again, it's purpose, like, buying things for purposes. You know, you want to go fast, buy a car that goes fast. You want to tow things, buy a truck to tow things. You want to, for me, I want to go off-road and not be harassed and kind of be quiet about it and sneaky. Yeah. I don't, you know, like... You could, I mean, you can get a moped that's fairly quiet, right? I mean, yeah, but yeah, but like, what's the still... performance-wise? But with like an electric machine, you can kind of get so the performance factor for and what you're looking factor. for, and the quiet factor for what you're looking for. But I guess my worry is like riding to the spot and then doing what you want to do, and then what? Yeah, try not to piss off the neighbors. Well, the moped, yeah. But with an e-bike, riding there and then getting home with charge yeah. is an issue. But I guess you could always truck your bike there because the shit doesn't weigh anything. So speaking of like e-bike tech and just like secretly riding trails, um, my homie Derek from uh, Black Black has been getting really into these things, which are these little kind of like children e-dirt bike things. It's like a Tomos... Yeah, but it looks like he's upgraded the bars on yeah, it. Yeah, he upgraded the forks and he upgraded like the bars and stuff. And the wheels. And the wheels. And he's been riding these little kid like e dirt bikes. Little mini motos. Yeah, on little bicycle trails. And he said it's so much fun. And he's been having a blast doing it. Like he's got two of them. He's like, dude, I'm so into these. I think I'm like I haven't ridden my moped in so long because I'm just like ripping these little trails with these little e dirt bike things. Really? They can't, but like top 20 miles an hour. If you don't that. need to do in more than woods, 20 miles an hour. Cause you're probably tap. You're tapping out, dude. You like when's the last time you did 20 miles an hour on your dirt bike in the woods? You're Constantly. That is the point. Yeah. The, then the woods you're riding suck. I don't believe you. Uh, I'm trying to go ride in the woods with you. And he's see, riding see, a field. Yeah, no, come, come ride. You, you can see, you can see the trails. We're going to mud mart. He hits 20 miles an hour for like, Rap. Back to we're going to mud. Okay, we're going to no, fuck that. We're going to mud back bar. We keep up. I feel like on something like that, I could easily go probably forty through the woods, like no problem. Like on something bigger, like my six hundred, there's no way. I'm terrified to go in third gear in that thing in the woods. Oh, now the boy has a voice. Oh, no, the oh, boy. the boy's got a voice. <laughs> and the boy's got fears. Got fears and a voice. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like this is the whole point why I like two-stroke dirt bikes is because you can go fast quickly through the woods with enough stopping power. You ate to... so much chicken in this podcast episode. I'm surprised you're not already sleeping. The chicken was pretty good. That was <laughs> On pretty that dark meat, man. I was over here salivating. No, I had a uh, bang. I feel like I had liquid cocaine. Yeah, that's what chicken does sometimes. Delicious. I know. I got my fix earlier this week. Hit some Popeyes. It was fucking mm, fire. Nice. Extra crispy. Dude. So this is a, that's a moped episode. We did it. Another one. Is it technically a moped books. episode? Oh, I think so. Is it the, Honestly, is it I think the so. the future of mopeds? Yeah. I mean, may not be the future for, um, for everyone, 
but, but I think it's definitely a future for electric mopeds. They, and the, I feel like it can so they can fit in with us, dude. Like, you know, no, but I feel like there's just something so unique about the two-stroke sound and yeah, the, the fear feel. That there's no sounds weird. Like, I can't wait part. until the electric moped gang and then the vintage scooter gang become one. And then we'll still be just the moped dorks out in the wild. I can't wait to the Oh, you can't scooter. you guys can't afford real scooters. You guys can't <laughs> afford real electric mopeds. Yeah, they both got money, so what? <laughs> well, it's not even that. I mean, it is expensive. Like five thousand boxes is a lot of coin for yeah. a bike. I mean, you like can buy a lot of motor- motorcycles yeah. for five grand. But it's also like anything else. It's just like if you want to make, if you you don't. So a lot of these places, you probably don't have to buy it all at once. There's probably finance. You know, Onyx financing is something dumb like seventy five dollars a month. But then yeah. you got a payment plan and interest. And yeah, but that's blah. for people who just want to get the shit. That's true. There's a ton of people out there in the world who just want to get shit. You yeah, got zero interest in having a monthly payment plan. Yeah, like Jason and I, we don't buy it until we can typically pay for it. Yeah, we just I like buy to, it. I like buy shit, but a lot of people in the world pay for yeah, shit. Just pay for it. That's why I don't have anything. I might buy a brand. New, I might buy a brand new KTM just because I feel like paying for it. Uh, if I don't got an, if I don't got another bill, if I can if I can eliminate one bill that's the same amount of money per month. Oh yeah, that's. I give it a credit card payment that costs the same money as buying a brand new KTM. Yeah. I trade. No, I'm still taking advantage of being a kid and not having to pay for that much shit. Oh man, yeah, we gotta like get you to step it up, man. We need to get you some credit. Now he's life. a kid, nah, not a boy. Okay, now he's a kid. Now he's a fucking kid. You know what a kid I is? Like not a kid is a goddamn goat. Off. Are you a goat? He wanted to be a dog a couple minutes. Say bad boy, bad. Want to be prospect ass bitch? No, I'm just kidding. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Now that his mama's in a club. Oh god, did we say that earlier? No, did we? Congrats to Jess. Congrats to Jess. Uh, winner of the Crank Pipe from the Mopin Money Podcast. Yeah, Jess um, and the Lady Kings are hosting a rally September 22nd here in Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Right. Not the date, but uh, our friends. Yeah, that's right. Our friends, the Lady Kings, a.k.a. We Fuck, are going to be hosting a rally in Richmond. They're working on it. One of their members is going to be moving out of the country to Japan, and they would like to send her off with a gnarly blast of a rally that her club did. And yeah, they're they're cool girls. They're kind of making their shit happen. They're young, they're new, and it's kind of exciting to watch them like fumble through this cuz like I remember like the times that we fumbled through this shit, like trying to figure it out and like So that's some of my my issue with like when somebody says, "Hey, can you give me advice?" It's like, "No." I just want to see you fumble through it. Yeah. So as somebody new, I actually do really enjoy kind of watching it, like joining at the perfect time that Lady Kings is kind of trying to start. And watching something try to grow like that into what you guys are is pretty fucking amazing but we're we're not we're peanuts in the turd and and, and no matter what you think you are you're always going to be peanuts in the turd you know? yeah it's like you think you're doing some great shit but in reality the best thing to do is fucking just do whatever the fuck you want yeah but, but it's being the corn in the shit versus being the peanut in the shit it's interesting yeah. to see yeah i also think like when it comes we've said it a lot when it comes to doing anything in mopeds to me personally when it comes to doing anything in mopeds whether it's creating content Going to a rally, hosting an event, digging yourself all, in a deep hole. Yeah, it's all about just fucking doing it. Whether you did it well, whether you didn't do it well, whether it was planned to the T, to the nines, to whatever the fuck you want to say, 
at the end of the day, people showed up. And they probably I'll, had a good ass time. I'll attest to that. I built bikes that I thought were the shit, and then I rolled to a rally, and I'm like, this bike is not the shit. Look at all this other stuff that yeah. is way better than what I built. We've done rides or done some shit that we thought was going to be whatever, and it ended up being fucking awesome. Yeah, it's funny either way, man. It's still mopeds, and it's just mopeds. Thanks, Charlie. Love yeah. you, bud. And uh, shout out to Ben and Nelly for hitting me up. Love you guys. Good to hear from you. Hope you enjoy the cabin in the woods. I know it's cold. We're not renting snowmobiles. Fuck that. <laughs> and yeah, that's it, man. Episode down. 108. So is there any updates to the Eric Legion guy? I don't know. I'm just asking. Oh, Eric uh, who? I, I don't know his name. I don't remember. Um, the... Eric who? He's like the co-leader, or is he the co-founder? Oh! Or... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, shut up. Sorry. Um, that's bad, a, that was a bad joke. I know we talked about it last week. They've, they've blown through their uh, the couple of the goals they already had set. Last I checked, they were at like 26,000 or something and climbing. So, it's like I said, it's sick to see the community like put out for them and like their friends and family and anyone else who's chipped in. But it's still going to be a long, hard road like either way. And so I hope they can make the memories that... Yeah, they want now. Weren't you guys talking about doing some kind of raffle too? We to are support? working on that, and I, and I'm not opposed to help on that. You know, from the community because I am, for starters, a computer moron, and also crazy busy. So, but we are definitely going to kick it off. So, if somebody has some better ideas than I have, feel free to email me or private message me or whatever. You're welcome to it. Um, but yeah, the the goal is to easy the the easiest way for me to get it done. To raise the most money that I can. And I've, the bike's pretty much done. It starts and runs. It just a few things need to be buttoned up, like plug the lights in. That's the white and blue max here, Yeah, the white and blue max here. Plug the lights in. Uh, man, what else is there? It's really nothing. Uh, tune the carburetor. Like, the, the bike's done. I it's ready to go. Yet. Um, I found a shipping crate already. I got to go scoop it up tonight, hopefully in the way. Well, now I'll get it in the morning. Sh- uh, pick up the shipping crates so that's ready to go and get that stored dried and put away. And uh, fill other things, but yeah. So if you guys have better ideas than I do, but yeah, we're gonna cross-platform that and get that going as well. I'm gonna get that going as well. And if you want to contribute to the GoFundMe, we still have the link in our profile on Instagram. So if you just go to Open Money Podcast on Instagram, the uh, link is in the bio. Yeah, and if you're feeling generous, which it's not even that big of a deal, get after it. Send a buck. Send two dollars. Yeah, every, so little, every little bit helps. Yeah, everything is rad because these guys have always thrown um, some of the most memorable. Yeah, for us anyway on the East Coast, right? I, you've not been to one yeah, because mm, you're just a boy. But, not yet. But for me, like, I mean, the, the tire fires, oh, the laughter, <laughs> the drowning, the drugs, the cheesesteaks, the cheesesteaks, the oh, redneck cheese ass pool in the back of a pickup yeah, truck. Yeah, I was going to say the pool is pretty pretty good. Anyway, I don't know. It kind of brings me down, but it shouldn't bring you down. It should bring you up. Let's get moving forward. If you got a couple bucks, throw it in the GoFundMe. Hit us up on uh, Mopipundi Podcast on Instagram. Check out the link and uh, put your hard-earned money towards a good cause. And if it doesn't do anything but make you feel good about yourself, then do it. And don't fucking blow it, man. We're going to do a Richmond documentary so we can rep the set and talk about old Richmond and new Richmond and how we're doing now and talk mopeds and do a cool video that looks rad but we need questions and we want your help so take five seconds go to your email and go to moped monday 
podcasts at gmail.com and send us some questions that you think would be cool for our video. Or phone it in, 804-638-9533. And we're out of here. We're going to go to the other room and eat chicken. Bye. Fuck you guys. Fuck your car! Run them open! So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Scary shit, man. I don't know, like touching flowers, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Computer shit, Dad. Oh boy! Wah, wah, wah.